Hey guys, brand new podcast. I am in Durham, North Carolina, wrapping up my second show. I'm in between shows. Birdie Boy Relapse Tour continues. I am off next week. Uh, and then we are back. We are back in Newark and then Poughkeepsie, Worcester, uh, Massachusetts, New York, Brooklyn, Long Island. I mean, I think we're all over. Where? Providence, Rhode Island. We're in Providence? I don't think I've ever been to Providence, Rhode Island. Anyway, we've got a bunch of tours. We are wrapping up at the Greek. Well, no, well, that's not my last date, but I'm at the Greek May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Get your tickets now. It is a month. It is two months out, but trust me, don't, you don't want to wait till the end. It's it's going to, I would get your tickets right now. Make sure you get a good seat. It's such a beautiful fucking venue. We got Metalachi playing with me. They're a band that plays rock covers in in uh, in mariachi music. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I haven't announced it, but uh, I haven't announced it. But Mark Norman's going to be open for me, I think. And so <laughs> I should I should wait and we I should wait, but whatever. So get your tickets now. I think we got some other great comics coming out on the lineup. These big shows, I like to I like to have uh, bring my friends out from New York and and have some fun, like we did in Red Rocks with me and Mark and Dave and. It was a fucking blast. So it's going to be a great show. Uh, uh, May 5th, the Greek Cinco de Mayo. Come spend Cinco de Mayo with me. We're trying to put together a disc golf tournament um, at Cinco, at the Greek uh, the day of. So it would be like, uh, you know, instead of doing a meet and greet. By the way, meet and greets are coming back because we're doing them out of the buses anyway. Today's podcast is with Trevor Wallace. Trevor Wallace is a fucking gangster on Instagram. He has made me laugh so many times. He popped on my radar probably a hundred times before I was like, motherfucker, man, this guy kills it every time. The first one he did was with an energy drink that was so goddamn funny. He has a line. We talk about this in the podcast. And what made me laugh were the lines. Uh, he was talking about, uh, what do you have for breakfast? Energy drink. What do you have for lunch? Energy. We'll talk about that on the podcast. We talk about his process for making these videos. He just did these Subaru videos that I thought were sponsored by Subaru. They're not. They it was just him in Denver borrowing someone's Subaru and shooting, shooting a bunch of content. He is an awesome stand-up comedian, and that's why I like his videos. Is his videos ring of stand-up comic sensibility. The way he makes you laugh in those videos aren't the way sometimes you see, uh, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but like internet guys making you laugh. Sometimes internet guys make you laugh in a very cheap way. The way Trevor makes you laugh is in a, I, I say it in like a Colin Quinn way because it's the thing that you you didn't expect, but you didn't expect it, and it made you think about it, and the thinking about it made you laugh even harder. That makes sense. And he's on tour. He is a stand-up comedian, and he's a legit stand-up comedian. He is fucking amazing, and he's doing a huge theater tour. Right now, he is in Seattle, Port, Seattle, Washington right now. He's in New York, New York on the 24th, Boston, Massachusetts on the 25th. Durham, North Carolina, where I am right now, on April 1st, Atlanta, Buffalo, Toronto, Huntington, Philadelphia, Baltimore, San Diego, and then he will be partying balls. He had said that on the podcast. We talked about drinking a little bit on the podcast. He's like, no, I drink if I want to get drunk, but I don't want to get drunk often. I was like, uh, May 20th, he will be in Los Angeles, and I think he's throwing a huge party. Go to TrevorWallaceComedy.com to get your tickets. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my buddy, stand-up comedian, the biggest gangster on fucking Instagram, Trevor Wallace. This is the podcast. Yeah, we're good. We're in. 
checked so up. Fucking bloated. I can't get my wedding ring on. The um, <laughs> that's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Please include that. It's interesting because I used to have a joke about wedding rings. Um, uh, when you start losing weight, they get loose. Like God's going, take it off, man. What the fuck? You're losing weight. You're hot yeah, now. Yeah, you're, yeah, come on. You deserve to take it off. It's, it's kind of falling off, man. Right. And then when you're fat, you're like, this isn't going anywhere. Smart. You are trapped. Smart, you are, dude. I have, I've been so bloated before. Have you ever seen the videos of how people get rings off? Is it can't... called like the fire department? N- no, no, no. What you do is you take a st- uh, string, string, but like, like, like Vaseline? No, 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 no. That wouldn't even get it off. I couldn't the ones get it off. Where you put your both fingers in it and you pull and they get tighter. Chinese finger cuffs. Yeah, those. Those used to give me panic. That was like the original thing you got as a kid. I'm old as that fuck. was like middle school hazing. Look, so you take string and you wrap it around the outside of the ring, right? Yeah. And then you slide it under, and you slide it under, and as you pull, it starts to slide the ring over the string. And the string, oh. here, watch, just fast forward. So, so everybody watching this is in a divorce, I take it. <laughs> or about to be. Look, so you slide it under, yeah. right? I had to do this in fucking Africa. What do you take? Oh, just because it's ball-ass ring? Yeah, no, it's, I no, I was in, I was in. Um, oh, wow. With the Zulu tribe. Uh-huh. And I had eaten, they'd make these steaks and you would, they were dipping it in salt. And it was so good. And I was so bloated, I couldn't get my ring off, and it started giving me a panic attack. <sighs> so I had to Google how to get a ring off. So this is how you do it. You wrap the string around your finger, and then you start doing that, and then it just starts going over the All this the is rope. too much. I'm just going to get a tattooed wedding ring. This is too much right here. No, this has been a long time coming. And let me tell you something. I'm so sorry, because the same thing that's happened with me and you yeah. has happened with me and Kevin Hart. And there's a certain time flex. where someone Big goes, flex, yeah. is he blowing you off? And you're like, yeah. I don't think so. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I but, feel like, yeah, if you get two reschedules, I mean, you're massive in this world. And no. anybody else, I'd be like, hey, if you want me, you got Dude, me. Th- these pants I'm wearing, I was I was supposed to do Kevin Hart today. Re- I was supposed on to, here? No, on uh, do his show. Oh, nice. And so I had bought his pants. I, he has tracksuits that he Dude, sells. I get his Instagram ads all the time. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Did you get them from an ad or you're just- I got it from the I, ad. Really? I got it from the ad. But your acquaintances with him? But Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I was like, I was like, let's see. Because as- as comics people start growing like growing out and like doing other things and having yeah clothing lines tequila like, brands like i have flip-flops uh i have flip-flops i think Ro- i'm not gonna say anything rogan has because i know what he has coming up and yeah. i don't and i don't know which ones are out yet but like i have flip-flops i have um i have uh, others oh i have track suits did you like, have slippers I have slippers. Yeah, I, I saw slippers. that. I did. I know your merch more than you, dude. So, That's yeah, crazy. So you want to know if they're any good? And I, so I bought these. I was going to wear his full tracksuit to the interview. Yeah. And see if he even noticed. And uh, and they're really fucking comfortable. And well, dude, you have I to got, wear them for me. Even better. I, I got I I got four pairs of, of bottoms, two pairs of tops for seventy five bucks. It was such a fucking deal. Yeah, that's it crazy. Fucking, it was. I what what does Logan Paul have that he could sell? He has he something. He has merch it's called Maverick. It's oh, just he just has like sweatshirts that have his he's name on that, it. He's got that. He's got NFTs. He's like selling Pokemon cards. He's just like a rich person's garage sale at this point. He's just really selling everything. Do you how like like? Oh, okay. It's not bad. It's like uh, it's, it's like, like athletic wear. It's kind of like streetwear meets yeah, athletic wear. He's got gloves, gloves, which you know that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I like it. I like. Yeah. I like um. Like I didn't know the guy. The owl was someone. Owl. Like uh, 
Ovo. Ovo. OVO does Drake. Yeah, I didn't know that's that was really? him. I didn't know that was him. I was yeah, like Drake. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. You are that. you are everywhere right now. Really? You every time I you did this fucking run for was it Subaru? Yeah. Oh, that so was in an ad. I just did that for just for shits and gigs. Just everything you do it. is so so beautifully branded to fucking but it's 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 if ad companies had a good f- sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes they'll reach out and be like, "Hey, do that again," but like you can't say the word "fuck," and I'm like, "Well, I don't want to do it." Yeah, <laughs> I've I've had I've had I've done some stuff with brands. Yeah, but it has to be totally. I can do whatever I want because I can't. Right. I just can't. I just had something like that. They're like, "Do exactly what you do," and then I sent it to them. And then they're like, "Ugh, compliance isn't gonna like this." So I was like, "Well, I did what I do. So yeah. here's, do you guys want the ad or not?" Was that? And they didn't want it. Was so. that? Do Do you think? Say you were born in 1965, 1945. Do you think you would have been an ad sales guy? Wow. Uh, I don't know what I would have done. Cause you're, you're, you're funny at always whenever every video you do, you're, you're really talented at, I mean, not even, I, I, I can't, I can't oversell this enough. Thanks. man. You're so good at almost like a fly on the wall. I want to talk to you how, how you create. Cause I'm yeah, curious yeah. how you create. Because I've I've had good videos before, and I know I've found that just turning the camera on and starting is the hardest part, right? But but I want to talk about how you create. But I, I but you're so good at like the things you don't say. Sometimes you've said things, and then you don't finish your sentence. But you, it's a Patrice O'Neill thing. Oh, really? Patrice used to do that. He used you just to let the audience kind of. Fill he would it in. say, you know, he'd be like, "Because when you when when you hit a bitch that it, and and or whatever it is, I, that's a bad." analogy produce, produce. I thought it was but he'd let you finish the sentence in your head right like one of the things you said is uh they say the wrist when you're talking about tattoos you're like they say the wrist and you didn't even finish the sentence you they say the wrist and everyone knows what that character is going to say then next yeah, yeah, yeah. You say the wrist is the most sensitive part though. yeah i just try to like put all types of like what would this i took improv classes early on i don't really like them but i do think that they taught me like a lot about like if you're going to build out who this person is, it's like everything. Let's say you're making a character based on that Subaru guy. You're like, what does he eat for breakfast? What does he listen to? What's his drink? You know, what's he getting at Kmart in the fucking, the DVD bins. Yeah. That just like defines a person so much where like the joke is just something super specific. If you're like, Oh, this dude eats beef jerky for breakfast. That like sets in your head. You're like, I know this guy instead of being like, this guy's a redneck. Like that, that does nothing. So, so when you, when you do a character like, uh, like the bang guy, yeah, 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 do you really, do you really put thought process into that character before you even go out there? Yeah. I'll like put on the outfit and like look in the mirror and be like, it, does this look believable? Cause I don't want to be like too, too extra. You know, I try to find that like perfect level where it's like, you could see this person in the wild. Well, Cause you did, you did the one where you were at that you were in the supreme outfit with the chains yeah, and drip yeah, yeah, yeah. and you and you were so i you were taking pictures with people and i thought he is so in character yeah. that people i was like this this is really brilliant because you're not in there making f- you're making fun of them but you're so enmeshed in them they don't even know it exactly that's the beauty of it and like people be like dude i'm a fucking subaru and you're like yeah i was making fun of you but like I have to get in their culture before I make fun of them. Like I, I was looking up Subaru stuff. I fucking, I, uh, my buddy had one. So I drove it around just to feel it out. And then like we, 
I posted on my Instagram. I was like, I was in, uh, I was doing comedy works up in Denver. And I was like, does anybody have a super wrecking bar for the weekend? Of course, 47,000 people. Yeah. So I'm like scrolling through them, swiping left and right on Subarus. And I find the one I like. And he's like, you can put stickers on it. You can do whatever the fuck you want. So I'm online looking up like IPA stickers, fishing and all this. I'm just painting it in my head, you know? And then sure enough, this random dude's like, yeah, just uh, like it was a prom date. He's like, have her back by six. And I was just like, all right, full control. It's let me take his car around Denver. And um, it was awesome because we just got to drive it, feel it out. And everything about that car just helped, you know, feel it out. You know? So then, t- so then I'm, I'm really fascinated because you have a track record for hitting home runs, hitting home runs a lot, but always getting base hits. So like, like okay, I mean, yeah. everything you do works. And then every now and then you just out send the some of them out of the fucking park. Yeah. So like, so I want to talk about the bang guy. Yeah, and yeah. We'll talk, I want to talk about your life and everything else, yeah. but like, I'm so fascinated by how you create. Do you like the bang guy? I think it's hilarious. No, I no, think... no, no. The man, the guy you played. Oh, oh, oh Do you God, like no. that guy? God, no. Okay, so when you start as that guy, Halston, can, for frame of reference, is it okay if we play a little bit of it? Yeah. Can you find that? Uh, there's there's two parts that have me fucking. It's having like bang Trevor Walls. It, if it, you're trying to bang me. If there's. <laughs> uh... Nothing like a nice drive to the gym. When I drink Bang Energy, I feel like I can see other people's words. Because you're reading a book. Oh. <laughs> Best way to drink Bang is with a spoon and a lighter. Bang Energy is all about being manly. Like sipping cotton candy. I work out at a park because I got banned from 24-hour fitness. Grunting too much. That's the Beverly Hills right there. Just yelling yeah. at people. What the fuck are you yelling? Drive like your kids live here. Fuck your kids! Sleep? What the fuck flavor is that? Time for a key bump! Fuck! <coughs> I'm on bang, he's on bang, they're on bang, my cameraman's on bang! That one makes people like talking about that episode about that long. This is my other Why do I drink bang? Because my coke dealer's in jail! For life! Todd! My other favorite line. Fuck my rainbow tights! Guess what I have for breakfast? Bang! Guess what I have for lunch? Bang! Guess what I have for dinner? A felony! All right, hip hop, hip hop. So, yeah. so this guy, so that those the cameraman, and then guess what I have for breakfast? Guess what I have for lunch? Yeah. Guess what? So, so do you see this guy? I hate to like inside actor studios this, but no, it, no, but no. Because, but it made me giggle so hard. Mm-hmm. So do you see? How did this start? Did you see a guy and go like, Jesus, what the so, fuck? I don't know if you've seen the Bang Energy CEO. I have. I Terrifying, have. right? He's fucking. Just looks like he was in the mob, ate the mob, and then stabbed the mob. He's he's a yeah. great guy. Yeah. But I start all these like influencers post about Bang, and in in the description you have to tag the guy. That's like a part of the deal. So if you're doing a deal for you know Liquid Death, they'd be like, hey, use promo code Bert. Also follow the CEO. Like he is mandatory. So <laughs> that alone, yeah. Look at him. I mean, the guy is. He's a fascinating dude. Yeah. So. <laughs> Once I exactly yeah. Now that guy in 1965 would be doing ads. Okay, he would be at kicking your door in. But I think I just saw so many people start posting about it. And also they have 300 milligrams of caffeine. A cup of coffee is 150. So it's just an insane level. And then I just the type of people that I would see drinking them. That's kind of where I created this. Usually I like come up with a video idea. Once people around me start like uh, 
really talking about it or drinking it or seeing it. It's kind of just being observant, I think, which is kind of just that comedy mindset. But that video I made at like 7 a.m. in the morning because uh, my friend had a flight. The guy filming it, the camera guy, had a flight to catch later that day. And I drank like three bangs. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I've ever uh, been so lightheaded in my life. But Oh, dude, there's there's a drink called, I think it's called N N O five Nitrous. It's yeah. the Nitrous logo. Mm -hmm. I had one of those once and I was humming yeah i mean like i couldn't get my dick hard at night like that was that intense so, <laughs> might so, have been cocaine yeah so how many locations do you find so you and your, you get your was, cameraman i want to yeah. know like you get your cameraman and you yeah. say hey i got an idea i want to shoot this thing for bang yeah and then he's like yeah, yeah. it's mainly just so i used to live in mid-city just very center of los angeles and essentially all it was i was like dude i just like i want to make a video talking shit about people who drink bang energy and he's like, yeah, let's do it. I bought three. We met up that morning. And then it was kind of like, let's do some at the apartment. Let's drive around. Oh, let's do like an outside gym because this is during COVID. So you can't work out anywhere. So I was like, perfect. There's an outside gym. I think that was in like the Beverly Hills area. Yeah. So we went there and then we drove around. That might have been like three locations, just apartment, outside gym, and then like just anywhere around that park. So I think I think what separates you from, from most video creators, I, I, it's weird. I don't consider you a content creator or an instagram guy or yeah. a, i just consider you a comedian thanks because that's like a big compliment because most people are like tiktok or internet influencer yeah, yeah well that, it's so interesting because i know you're stand-up yeah also so uh -huh. and and but what separates you from most people is that most people go i want to do a thing i want to do a thing making fun of people that drink bang and they don't really put the thought into why into the jokes and 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 when i hear bang for breakfast bang for lunch a felony yeah i mean that's a fucking joke that's a that's oh yeah it's in three i put it on t-shirts yeah, it's, it's oh it's fucking dude it's fucking brilliant and, and when my cameraman's on bang and he flips it up yeah that's a that's yeah it's so hard now i don't hope i can translate this enough but it's so hard to take an idea and put it on film and make it funny on film it's so mm -hmm. difficult yeah, and that's what I think different. Anytime I get an idea and in my head, it goes, okay, this video is just a stand-up idea. But like that idea right there, you can get a few bits out of it on stage, but it's such a visual. You got to yeah. see the guy. You got to feel what he's doing. You got to feel the energy. So oftentimes, the more observant shit goes to videos because you can orchestrate it so much better and you can show it on camera. And, it, and you have more, like Chappelle's show is great because he got to tee up the video right beforehand. Be like, when this happens, da-da-da-da-da, into the sketch. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. So now I'm just, like, trying to find, like, the most condensed, like, log line, like, real quick. Guys who drink bang, you're in. You're like, yeah. okay, this guy, gonna be a piece of shit, probably yelling. Let's watch. So the for stand-up, it's more like personal life experience and stuff because it's, you know, it's, it's visual in my head, but everybody can kind of paint the picture of the family and this and that and jobs and shit like that. But video, like something like that is like that's got to be a video. So d did you go in with a, a script at all or a line? It's like half and half. I'll really? write some lines, but like the my I'm on bang, he's on bang, my camera guys on bang. You can't write that. Yeah, and if you, it, it would just it's look why ridiculous. It's, it's why it's good. It's in the field. Yeah. yeah, it's why it's good. Is that sometimes those moments where you feel like you're watching people create? Yeah, they make you inspired. I mean, I, I fucking. Get, get, it's hard to get a video that's funny that isn't someone just falling off of something or right. you know i know um yeah a viral video of somebody like eating shit on a bird scooter you're like you want me to be better than this yeah it's it's so hard yeah so it's, it's really just that you're like in the moment you're creating it's kind of like crowd work where somebody yells something out and then you get back to them real quick you're like i don't even know what my body prompted that response but we did it and because you're just yeah. so in the in the field 
So when we're halfway into filming this, you're, you're, you're this guy, you believe it. You're very locked in. You're not checking your phone for like all that. That's like when the best ideas come out. I do a few lines at first, not Coke lines of like words. And then I'll like, from there, I'll know like, okay, this is the direction we should be going. And then I'll spew out some shit. Some makes it, some doesn't, but the scripted stuff is just so I can show up with something. And I'm with not something. just like, yeah, just, I'm not just starting from scratch being like, Ew. it's so good too, because the, so many comics don't do that so many comedians don't go out and shoot funny shit right so many of us i mm. mean just sit and do podcasts and quite honestly so many of us don't even do good podcasts you know <laughs> i've done enough podcasts in the back of like oh, your podcast character is fucking hilarious yeah this is i mean i mean i've watched a lot of your content oh right and on. so Thanks. and so but it's so funny i didn't know it was you for like half of it Oh really? I didn't. I just was like, oh, I fucking love this kid. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I put two and two together. I'm like, I, and I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. And so it's 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 like your podcast guy, who's literally it's it's a character for those who don't know. And I, I don't want to play it because our our we got to speed that connection up, Alston. Um, but he's get a hot he's spot. breaking down his favorite podcast you gotta listen to this podcast yeah it's done by infants but you can't really understand what they're saying which makes it really great yeah all these people are just like people in my life who's been like that was like kind of based on my sister she's like oh i listened to his murder podcast but you've probably never heard of it it's like is this the new hipster now is this the, oh it's this podcast where like two birds yeah. talk and then you kind of digest it and so it's just like anything that like has been a video is like at some point crossed a frame of like my life or something where have you like, ever have you ever had that come back where someone watched a video and they hit you up and go is this me? Yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah. The, the, the biggest one I, that I did was based off a guy that I, I went to high school with. He went, it was about guys who never left their hometown. Right. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. like, you know, just like the hometown hero. And he played like division three football after high school, played for like a Christian school. He found out about it and he actually DM me and he's like, great stuff, dude. By the way, if you ever need a four-year-old baby, you can use my son in a video. And I was ah. like, that's, that's elite right there. That's fucking great. Cause you're, your frat boy stuff is yeah. fucking dialed in. Yeah, 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 So funny. As I watched that, I went, I think that was me. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was that, that guy. Yeah. That, that time, that video was just me. You know? that, yeah. Yeah, I was in a frat. I was that guy. I was just like, you know, teeing it up to a 10, I think, in the videos. It was so great because I, I'm watching it and I'm going, oh, yeah, this is definitely like, and you said uh, i need a drink to fall asleep i was like yeah. i'm still that guy he's still motherfucker that guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah the biggest uh i guess goal for me in a video besides funny is like can somebody tag their friend in this and be like dude this is bert this is bert back in the early yeah. days you know because that's how videos get traction if it's just a funny video nobody's tagging I mean, you know i'd be a few tags that are like oh check this out this is funny but like the biggest videos are the ones that people can relate to and be like this is so-and-so when they get a, a bang before work, you know, like that's how you really snowball something is when that's it's so, relatable type shit, you know? That's so brilliant. So, so, so you grew up in San Jose, right? I actually grew up out in Southern California. Oh, I'm sorry, Camarillo. Camarillo. Yep. Camarillo. in San Jose. San Jose State went up there. Where's Camarillo again? Camarillo's like an, like an hour outside of Los Angeles in between LA and Santa Barbara. It's like, it goes like Agora, Calabasas, uh, Westlake, Thousand Oaks, Camarillo. Oh, I know where Camarillo is. Yeah, there's and, an outlet mall there. Yeah, I know. Have you ever done Oxnard Levity Live? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like 10 city, It's like ten minutes from there. Okay. And so you grew up there. Grew up there. Like an arts kid? No, not really. Really? Smoked weed in eighth grade. Just not, not a great kid. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And then as I was 17 when I first did stand-up, have you ever done Ventura Harbor Comedy Club? Uh -uh. That's, uh, 
It's like, uh, I don't know if it's still there. I, I, know, I know of it though. Yeah, but yeah. I, I did a stand-up class there when I was 17. And that was like the first time I like was like, oh shit, this, this is a thing. I like this. Oh yeah. Felt it and then went to college. What was your favorite part when you fell in love with it? What was your favorite part? The first like, I was so nervous, so nervous. And that first pop, that first laugh I ever got was like this, like all the nerves were calm and it felt right. And I was never athletic growing up. So I never really had like a cool game winning touchdown or like, fucking grand slam i never had that yeah you know i never had my dad pat me on the back and be like fucking good job today son <laughs> so when i got a good like laugh i was like whoa this feels right um and i like it was a five minute set but i it, i like blacked out i felt like 13 seconds and then afterwards i was like well i could actually this could be something i could do and then i went off to college the following year and then in college i was just the frat guy for two years just drank a lot yeah. didn't really do anything and that's when vine came out I um, loved Vine. Yeah, Vine was Vine was a great jump because it was just like a six like, seconds, was it? Yeah, six seconds. And the fucking Vine, Vine, like the Vine compilations today, even still, they still hold up. are some of the funniest fucking things I've yeah. ever seen, dude. If you can get a joke off in six seconds, that's just it's it's people's attention spans are like this, and it was just great because it was like a, it was like almost like a trial size of somebody. A lot of comedians got really big off that because they're like, "Here's me in six seconds. You want to see me in real life? Delia. See me on stage." Yeah, Delia was. Huge he was somebody I watched in when I was in college. He was really big on that. And it's just like, it was so great because it could be funny in six seconds. And then you're like, oh shit, this guy's in my town. Let's go see him. And it's like, you're not burning material with six seconds, I'd hope, you know? Delia's one was that was uh, so cute. Yeah. He, he had that thing. And my daughters did that back to me one day. They did it. They quoted Delia. They yeah. were babies. They were, I mean, I used to, I, I, I loved, I, I wonder what my best Vine was. Type in my Burt, Burt Kreischer Vine. I loved Vine, and I was That's pretty great, active dude. on it, and I, and one of my good friends blew up on Vine. Um, it's great, because you can just shit post. You just throw anything out there. Oh, so. And it was also before, like, th people were, like, really editing a bunch of materials. Just... No, that's, that's not. That is... is this my Vine? Is, I thought Vine was dead. You can still look at it on I, I literally think like yeah the the computer but oh okay scroll I gotta I'll show you a good one scroll down it's Isla and me god damn it that's me scaring the shit out of Isla and at this so when is this 2014 this was so what are you doing at this point You're, that's me just hang on that's me in uh, Albuquerque New Mexico on a meth bust you had a lot of meth on yeah you? no <laughs> we found meth nice we busted people with meth. What did you guys Christ. do with it? I wanted to try it. <laughs> so wait, so you don't, don't, I'm going to, I'm not good at, I get so distracted when the fucking TV's on. This was all when I was on Travel Channel. This 20, yeah, so what's your life like in, in 2013? I, you're oh, this is, touring a lot. You're on I'm Travel touring, Channel. I'm on Travel Channel. I'm, I'm, I'm in the thick of understanding who I am as a comic. Because mm -hmm. right now I have uh become friends ago. with rogan um I'm, oh i was flying to san diego from san francisco in that plane i just hung out the band train that's in alaska this is fucking oh there's priscilla look at george's little baby this yeah. is like a fucking flashback that's, yeah this is still it's online oh my god so this is i had not discovered who i was as a comic yet mm -hmm. and and I, 2013, I hadn't, I had, I had done, I hadn't done my Showtime special yet. Mm -hmm. And so I just told the machine on Rogan. I had, I mean, I 
think that was like right around that time. I just told the machine on Rogan. I hadn't started a podcast yet. I don't think. And, and uh, were you past at like the store? Or were you kind of just doing road gigs? Or are you? I, would, I was on the road. I, I was never home. Okay. I did Travel Channel every two weeks. And on the third week, I'd go on the road. And then I'd go on Travel Channel for two weeks. And then the third week, I'd go on the road. Damn. And I was gone. I was I was in a deal at Travel Channel, and I was gone. I was gone every week. And and right around this time is when uh, Burr and Rogan, a little bit after this, is when Burr and Rogan sat me down. And they're like, your show sucks. You, you need to stop doing this shit. And you then you did. And they're like, you need to focus on stand-up. And then I focused on stand-up. And, uh, but I didn't. I was finding my voice. This is, I look at this, and this is when I found out that my family was funny. That I could, everything they did. I mean, if you go through these vines, it is fucking Isla cracking us up. Yeah. But the weirdest shit. This kid would say the weirdest fucking shit. And her, and she, and her brain was just wired differently. That's where I was in my life. 2013. What's, what's today? What's 2020? This is nine was, years ago. I was, I was, just about to turn 40 no 40 i just turned 40 mm -hmm. so yeah oh wow where and so where were you in this so started? i was a sophomore in college i was tw 19 20 and i was making these and then i was doing open mics after class and just like kind of doing both and i'd be like you know if an idea just came to me i'd just do it real quick spitball throw it out there pull up do you, what was your favorite vine you ever did the favorite i had uh i had a few like favorites but i think there was one that got big and it was just such a generic one I had one that got big my junior year and I got recognized on the way to class one day. And I was like, Oh, this is big. Really? This is big. So what was that? That's, that's just something we can share on. What was it like getting like, cause your, your vines blew up and then you're still in college and yeah. you're almost like famous. It, cause you know who else had that in, in, uh, is a guy I know very well that I think, you know, Jimmy Tatro. I do know Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, he's was, somebody, honestly, I looked up to a lot. His videos were really big when I was, probably a freshman or sophomore in college. And he was the guy on YouTube. He was like the dude making the sketches. He was a frat guy. So me as a young frat guy, I watched him be like, dude, this guy's got it all. This guy's got it made. When I get out of, I literally said it like I was in prison. I'm like, when I get out of college, I'm gonna make videos. Yeah. I'm gonna figure it out. And then 2015, I just moved down to LA and I just, you know, I made, um, you know what? No. But yeah, so what it was is I had, the best part about it was, is like, there wasn't any fame at all to it. One video by chance did well because a friend of a friend shared it who had a big following. Yeah. But what it was, it was cool. It showed me that, that the snowball effect, things can happen. So I was like, okay, if a good idea gets traction and it's funny, it can roll. And then you got some views and it did like 13 million. It's not even views it was like loops at the time. And I was just refreshing it, refreshing it, refreshing it. And I was like, dude, this is nuts. It's that, that it's interesting because once you have that that one thing where you go, um, Angela Johnson's I was was just here. Oh, the and, nail salon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she said her for her the thing was, um, becoming a, a raiderette. And then she was like, "Well, wait, if that's possible, I might be able to be an actress or a comedian or, right. or whatever you mm -hmm. wanted to be." But it's that one inkling of going like, "I have, I haven't." This could be real. For me, it was the Rolling Stone article when that came out. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stone article? Or oh, yeah. No, no, no. Let me see this. That's an effort to find. So, I mean, this is like definitely the tail end of it. You know, we're pulling 37 likes. But there was a few of you scroll down there that I can show you. There was. Uh, okay. Go up real quick. 
So the one in the middle with the Hooters girl, that one was like kind of funny. Yeah. This one has 15 million. Views. Yeah, that one did well. What the fuck you looking? <laughs> so so I I went to Panda Express, got a fortune cookie right there, went yeah. to a park and gave a homeless guy twenty dollars. I was like, will you say what the fuck you looking at for twenty dollars? And he was like, yeah, sure. What does that say? Visit a park. It says visit cool. a park, enjoy what nature has to offer. And then I just went to a park in San Jose, right That's by the San Jose so Improv. Great. That's so great. Found a guy and I was like, I just had this inclination. I was like, this is funny, you know? That's like, if I give you great. money. Yeah. Um, then the next one was just me just trying to order uh, chicken breast. Uh, yeah, can I get the chicken? <laughs> 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 Dude, and then there was one, if you scroll a little down, it's the one that did really well. I mean, God, I just such a fucking tool, if you can tell. This is me, probably, I'm on test boosters for sure. Okay, so the left one with I'm the tank top, boosters. I was what? on test boosters for a solid what? semester. <laughs> Dude, I was in a frat, I was an idiot. I was like, I, I took test boosters, my roommate was doing D-ball, things were going off in the frat oh, in San Jose. Fuck. Yeah, wait, your tits are huge in one Dude, of look, these. So I have my traps flared up like a fucking douchebag, the muscle farm protein in the back. Like, oh. I was this frat guy. So when I'm making fun of this guy, this is the one that was on me. But so, it's who you are. Oh yeah, so deep down, dude. Th deep down, this is me. So the one with the tank top, it had, it had like uh, three hundred fifteen. Yeah, had some crazy. Yeah, so it had like hundred k likes, but it's just literally. It was I made it with my frat friends. The premise is just like when uh, how man interpreted text from a girl, and uh, you, you know, the amount of letters a girl puts after if she's like hey versus like hey. Yeah, that's it. And it's six seconds. I gathered some frat guys. I was like, you guys want to be in a video real quick? And then a friend of a friend shared it who was down at San Diego State. It's another frat dude. And then that like hit. And I was like, this, it's happening. God. And ever since that moment, I was like, you know, you, it was like that first pop on stage. You're always chasing that nostalgia. You're always chasing that like first time oh, yeah. you ever got high. Like, oh. you know, so you're just kind of like trying to feel that like momentum again. And ever since then, you're like, I want that moment. It's, oh, I, I've, I definitely, I've had a few videos that have done well. Nothing that, I mean, I've had some viral videos, but I've had a few videos that do well. And there's nothing like uh, scrolling and seeing the number explode. It's, yeah, it's like mind numbing. It's weird. It's just like, it's not a great thing to just be sitting there refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. But it is kind of neat because it's the, it's endless. You My know? algorithm on, on Instagram is uh, the first 10 minutes. Whatever yeah. that number is in the first ten minutes, mm -hmm. and and an average video will get a uh, thousand views per minute. Okay, for me, like mm -hmm. if I post a video, it's a thousand views per minute up to an hour, and then uh, and then, but but if that first ten minutes, if you can get to like like a huge number, all yeah. of a sudden you're like, oh, this is gonna get some. I traction. remember the very simple days on Instagram where your first like ten likes were people's names. And then you got that 11th like, and then it went to a number. Do you, do you remember that? Any of you guys? No. But like, so it wouldn't, I mean, you probably had some I was followers late, no, by I then. was late on Instagram. Do you oh, know really? who introduced me to Instagram? Uh, I was with the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Yeah. And we were at a hotel. And he's like, you got to get and on And there this was shit. a fire in the middle of the night. Uh, there was a fire alarm going yeah. off. And we went out to, we had to stand outside and he was out there and I recognized him. And we went back in and I said, let me buy you a drink. And this kid was at a wedding and he recognized both of us. He's like, let me show you about Instagram. It's my first. Yeah. That kid was oh, at a wedding. Yeah. That was my first Instagram post. 
and they're like let me turn you on to instagram and they get they got me an account yeah and uh, we were all together and and that was my first introduce introduction to instagram and i was like and i had these things um i was wondering if you if you feel this way because i have had these things that go viral but the second the second someone's like hey can you do more of that i kind of lose interest yeah and like uh, like i used to do these things called what will the maid think have you ever mm -hmm. seen those no, i have not pull, pull it up i used to leave hotel rooms and interesting oh. manners and so they would go viral yeah and yeah. so like any ones of the ones you've ever seen on on instagram i made all of them oh really yeah i made all of them and then That's i got nice. offered a, uh those were all mine and so i'd leave the room like that oh like stuff like and you never did like hidden cameras or anything no i never even thought about it but you, but you just like deep down but that's funny because it's just like deep down you know some reaction Part, happened oh i did i ended up doing a series for a web series where we did the hidden camera but it it was never really interesting yeah um but what's fascinating is the second i got offered a book deal that was terrifying i was uh that was the first one i did terrifying that was the very first one i did i would quit and la quinta in immediately that was the very first one i did my favorite one is uh is the one in edmonton right there uh fourth on the top fourth on the top that one is i just tied uh that was my favorite Simple. one i was across the street from the west edmonton mall oh that. uh i've done that club uh yeah it's um rick bronson's club yes it's in a mall and the yeah. mall is in canada but they have a hooters and a gun range in that mall and they're more american the, than we are i think it's the it's like the second biggest mall in the world if not it the is. biggest mall it's, in the world. it's like that in the minneapolis one minneapolis one is ridiculous I mean, yeah i go there and to, to work out i just do laps oh yeah um but god damn it i'm all over the fucking map but that once you get something that once it's almost like when no one sees it it's more fun for me Right. And then once it's seen and people are like, hey, can you do more of these? I just, it's almost like I get writer's block where I go, eh. Well, the pressure's on, you know, and, and you're like, I got to follow up the other one. And for example, people be like, when are you going to make another bang video? But I'm like, yeah. that one, like it's in the bookshelf. Like the painting's done. I don't yeah. want to make like another one to like, because then you can do offshoots. And sometimes the second video will hit harder or not. But like, that's just one of those videos where I just want to leave it like this, it's done. That episode is locked away this podcast is brought to you by liquid iv i love liquid iv it's the first thing we do when we get up in the bus is we make a liquid iv you can put it in 16 ounces of water which is so easy because those are the water bottles you have you don't have to worry about drinking a few sips you just take one little sip so you have some room for the liquid iv and it's great and it makes a workout that day so fucking easy it contains five essential vitamins b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c and it has three times the electrolytes as a traditional sports drink made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free. By the way, dairy has been fucking me up lately, so it's so nice to know that. It's designed to enhance rapid absorption of the water and the other key ingredients into the bloodstream. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. And they've donated over 19 million servings globally. Grab liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code BERT at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code BERT at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com and use the promo code BERT. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work. A lot of us will drop anything in the world to go so help someone we care about. 
We'll go out of our ways to treat other people better than we treat ourselves sometimes. How come we don't give ourselves the same treatment? I, uh, I've been investing in myself. I've been trying to keep a diary. I go to therapy. I've been on going on online therapy for a while now. Leanne put it, me into it, and I'm so glad I did it. This month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that taking care of you is the most important relationship you have. The one you have with yourself is the most important one you have. You should take care of yourself the same way you take care of other people. Whether it's hitting gym, making time for a haircut, or even trying therapy, you are your greatest asset. So invest the time and effort into yourself like you do for other people. I love therapy. And it makes me feel like I am taking care of myself. And then every now and then I slow down. I give myself, I take account of my gratitudes. I then write in my happiness journal and I find the things that I like and love about myself. And then I talk to my therapist about them. BetterHelp Online Therapy offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I do not want to. I uh, I love getting on a treadmill and just doing it over the phone. It's more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist under 48 hours. And you don't have to sit in traffic. You can just go sit in your, in, in your, in your living room, pop it on. Give it a try. See why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and BirdCast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Bert. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Bert. The first video that blew up for me was like 2017, 2018. I was making fun of this skate shop called Zoomies. They're in like every mall in America. Yeah. But that one I did like... I did at different events. I did the guy that I did was like life as a zoomies employee. And I just act like an employee. And then I went into a store and pretended to be an employee. And then that hit. Then I did, then I did another one where I went to a, a, a rival store, I went into a pack sun, you know, where they have like beef with each other. Yeah. And then I was like, what if I took this character to a music festival? And then a thing. And then I had this like weird moment. I was like, I got to pick a choice right now. It's like, do I want this to be, that's who I am. Like, this is your bubble. You're trapped in it. Or do you want to try other shit? And other videos I was trying and they weren't hitting. And I would do like four or five videos that wouldn't hit. And then I'm like, all right, fuck it. Back to the zoomies. Yeah. So I always knew I could fall back on it. But I just like eventually, and then I had another hit. And then I was like, all right, we're good. That's all I wanted was like one more hit outside of that zoomies bubble. Then I can be like, cool. Now I'm this guy now. I was making fun of people with like AirPods and shit. That was yeah. like a the big trend for me. And then I was like, cool. We made it out of the bubble, but I still have the zoomies stuff. So it's like, it's almost cool because like, and I, in the sense of like, you probably have this too. People will give you a timestamp of when they started becoming a fan of you based on certain things. So if somebody's like, oh, I started watching you in the Zoomies day. I'm like, oh, you've been watching since 2017 or through like the AirPods. I'm like yeah. 2018, you know? So it's really cool. Um, I just, I just wanted to not be trapped in a thing. So I've just been doing kind of trying everything. And now it's just like, oh, I'm all over the place trying to figure shit out. Just my thing is I, I really fucked up because um, I didn't, I didn't have I didn't have um, I didn't have momentum in comedy at at a time, mm-hmm. and so I had to build my own momentum. And so I took over my own marketing and started creating videos to promote tours. Dude, and, those are great. And and the, yeah, they were great. But then all of a sudden, everyone's like, like I'll give you a perfect fucking example. And I hope my agents don't hear this. <laughs> but um, they set me up to do Red Rocks, and I was yeah. supposed to do Red Rocks. That's like what fifteen thousand? Uh, ten thousand, which is still a lot. Oh yeah. Um. And I was supposed to do it with Jim Jeffries, which was a fucking slam dunk. We were both it's sell 5,000 tickets. Yeah. And so, but when you do 10,000 tickets by yourself, you, that's real arena numbers. And yeah. so um, they were like, and, and I kind of love the challenge. I love saying, 
hey, we're going to go into this market. It's a little bigger than you can sell. Cleveland, for when I did Hey Big Boy, I was like, I want to add two shows. And they're like, it's going to make it to 9,000 tickets. And I was like, I don't mind the challenge. Like, I like the challenge. But yeah. now everyone knows I like the challenge. So now they're like, fuck it. Let's put them in arenas. Like, yeah. let's. And then you. And then, so Red Rocks was the first one. Uh-huh. And I was like, I mean, I was just like, I brought this upon myself. I mean, thank God I needed surgery because that surgery video did fucking cleaned up Red Rocks. Really? I went into surgery and uh, and I told the anesthesiologist, when you put Start me under, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna count backwards. I'm gonna be promoting my Red Rocks date. Hilarious. And when I do, put me under. And he was like, oh, all right. And yeah. so I... I started record. I started recording with my left arm. Do you have and that video? Yeah, I would love to see. Yeah, so sure. I saw the one where you, uh, the the very first one you were dancing. I have a great team around me. We're all gonna go jail, man. But what I want to tell you for real, while I lay here on this gurney in panic, is Red Rocks, September eighth. <laughs> yeah. I will be performing at Red Rocks. Get your tickets at burtburtburt.com. Jimmy Buffett's there the night before and the night after. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to do oh, Red yeah. Rocks. I, I have invited my anesthesiologist. Who's going to be attending? Great. That's when I go out. Oh, that's when you when when I, my arm. Well, he I had a nerve block in. I didn't realize oh, no. it, and so the arm fucking gave out. But it, I dropped the camera on my chest. Yeah, I was like, I'm out. But you kept going, and so yeah, and so. But I started. I did the. I did the. Um, I did one dancing video, and it sold out. My whole tour. Yeah, it was like twelve hundred bucks. And I, I took dancing lessons from this great dancer. Mm -hmm. And it sold out my whole tour and added second shows and sold those out. It's beautiful. And then, but it, I, I think I think I didn't really pay attention to that until Segura did his fucking, re, like, his dancing video. He put, like, 45, 60,000 into it. Yeah. And he sold his Australian tour out and added shows there. So he made the money back. And then everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck? And so I, I literally was like, oh, then... That's what I got to do. So then the next one I did, I just got a marching band to come over to my house. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, hey, uh, just have them come over. And then they just came over. Yeah. I was like, we'll figure something out. Yeah. I was like, you guys know a song? And they're like, uh, we can all play Rubber Band Man. And I was like, Perfect. awesome, we'll do it. And yeah. so, but we did the video in like, in like 10 minutes. Uh -huh. And then they were like, well, he got us for like two hours. And so I was like, well, fuck, let's just go around my house and play Rubber Band Man yeah. in different places. But I find... The creative for me starts with just get it, just start, just start, turn the camera on. Oh yeah. Overshoot it and you'll find that golden moment and it won't even be written down or when you think about it. But I mean, yeah, it's like a flyer doesn't work anymore. People are like bored. It's like, you're a comedian. You should be able to make me, if you can make me laugh on a flyer or an announcement for a city, I'll be there. So it's like, yeah. I would always try to do, or guys that do Photoshop, which is good if you're like going to play a certain place and you're like Photoshopping yourself on like something that's big in that city that always helps but i feel like just like me being like thumbs up like cleveland this weekend people are like i don't give a shit but if you were able yeah. to make them laugh on a promo that's how you get them hooked so well, i got started with these this is why i have these up is this was the oh, yeah. turning point of me deciding to take over my career and yeah, saying wow. i'm what i'll do is i'll pay an artist uh and have him draw the picture and then i'll put it on instagram and people see the artwork and i noticed that like pictures would get more likes than videos sometimes yeah so I was like, oh, I'll put the artwork up, and then you go, oh shit, he's at helium. Yeah, and and then I and then and then I fucking sold these on the road. Yeah, no, they're, they're really was, well done. It uh, makes sense. You make the money back. You got to spend money to like make money, so you invest in yourself and all that stuff. Because yeah, mainly it's like, and photos always do better than videos when it comes to promoting. Sometimes because it's just so simple. You're like, I'm on a bus. I don't have headphones. I can't listen to the video. You're just scrolling. You're like, 
Oh, look at this funny photo of Bert. Oh, he's going to be here. Boom, boom. Yeah. You know, so. What, how much do you, how much on average do you spend on a video? Real cheap. I mean, I got a camera guy I pay monthly and then he shoots and edits. The most I'll spend is like a thousand on like a WeWork space or like a Squarespace, yeah. like just like renting a location. But other than that, it's like, dude, it's like, I've lived in LA for seven years. So I just know all the places you can be like, I film at Santa Monica College all the time. There's nobody ever there. I don't think anybody goes to college there. I don't know if it's a real school. I think it's just a DeVry University part two. But you can use that as a film set. You know, it's yeah. lo it's low key. It's me, him, and then maybe one other person. And then parks are great, apartments, you know. Yeah. So the, the most I probably spent maybe two to three thousand dollars. And and usually the ones I spend the more money on kind of flop. So yeah, it depends. It's, you know, it's it just so doesn't funny. feel as authentic sometimes. I have a I have a promo shoot I'm doing next week i don't know hopefully this hopefully this will I've, I've posted it before this came out yeah um but we're i'm doing uh i'm doing the greek uh on cinco de mayo it's awesome and so i i was like i really want to get a mariachi band yeah and I, I want to announce i want to announce it but we announced it through netflix netflix announced it already and it's i think it's almost sold out but i was like a, a promo video still just fucking if uh, there's nothing better than promoting something that's already sold out because then when people can't get it they're like oh fuck i missed it right so um i got a i wanted a mariachi band and then i found this this band called metalachi i've heard of them and they play rock on mariachis yeah so i was like all right get them let's get the greek and we'll do it at the greek at sunset when it's beautiful yeah and i was like let's just do it and then immediately managers and agents are like i need like a shot list and i was like no 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 Why? don't worry don't worry and it, by the way, all it's working good is real, so it's, they need to be shot like that anyway. Yeah, your camera guy is vertical on this whole thing. Your camera guy is actually really good. Thanks. He shoots it. He, do, I, I was watching some of his shots, and I was like, it moves quickly. It yeah. moves Pacing. funny. Is yeah. that is that? Am it, I crazy? No, no, no. It's it's supposed to do that because like with camera movements and like punch-ins and zooms, that's like an added joke because it's like uh you know the office and Parks and Rec they all kind of master that where it's like a reaction is a is you know it says a lot but then if you zoom in on a reaction it really it's like an emphasis it's like an exclamation point so adding a zoom did on you face, did you know that when going into that did you was this because i'm watching your videos and i'm going god damn it man i, I want i want to send these to my cameraman so yeah. that they know because did you was that a it's, cognizant decision that you told your cameraman yeah yeah, yeah. it was like kind of trial and error too you'd be yeah. like i kind of like the hand i always like like tripods to me just feel so i'm like we're in LA film school. Put the tripod down as like, I just like that hands on because it feels more real and it feels, uh, uh it, it, it just, it's, it flows better. So I think it's trial and error. And I saw like, this isn't anything new that we did, but you know, like a lot of shows, like I said, the Parks and Rec's in office do a lot of handheld shots. And then I was like, let's do handheld and uh, let's use a lot of zooms just to kind of like, it speeds up the shots a lot too. And it catches your attention because you're, you know, people look at how fast people just scroll. It's yeah. just like, you got, half a second to catch somebody's eyes so if you start on a big shot of your face punched in now people are like oh what's what's this you know it's i'll tell you what i uh we um yeah we did we did a uh episode of a podcast on our bus and my camp my motherfucker halston <laughs> uh was <laughs> had, had a handheld yeah and he was going back and forth kind of like logan paul yes does. And he, we said that he goes that's what logan paul does logan yeah. does it yeah. and i was I, and it and by the way logan paul's podcast moves so quickly yeah but I, part of me goes does it or is it the, the fucking they were the first swing? podcast i saw to do that but it makes sense for his audience they were the first podcast i saw to do that and i thought they were fucking up 
Yeah. I was like, I was like, what? Come on, man. Like, how much ketamine get, is this guy on? Just get, swinging back and forth. Do you only have one camera? Yeah, exactly. Get two. But it does pace it well. And if you time it right and you get a good reaction, like it makes people want to watch it on YouTube versus Spotify or something like that. So yeah, no, I think it adds, it's, it's more like a fly on the wall. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. whoa, what's he going to say? And um, it's, it, I just, I think it elevates jokes. Brings an energy to the podcast yeah and whatever you're yeah, watching exactly because podcasts you know tripod hanging out conversation nobody's really watching tripod or podcast be like dude this gets fucking insane you yeah. know so uh but that does add that extra layer it's, to it's it. i think i think not to shift this interview but logan paul's podcast is so interesting because it's it's not like like it's for some reason I, it's not i don't feel like a fly on the wall i feel like a spectator yes you know like i yeah, don't yeah. feel like like some podcasts I love because like I used to love old school Rogan because it was so fly on the wall. Yeah. Like it was literally like you felt like, and I, you know, I'm certain that that's what, you know, made it popular. But like, I mean, his phone would ring and, and there, his cat would fucking go into the bathroom yeah, and, yeah. and, and they'd be like, Hey, we're see, and you'd be off mic and Joey would have the mic off. I loved it. Cause you could put it on in a hotel room bed and just fucking feel like they were in the next room talking. Right um but logan's is very like uh like like uh it's it's more it's bigger i think it's not obvious nothing's bigger than rogan but it feels bigger it feels produced it feels like feels like they're aware i think they also came from a different time of media so do you like you guys you guys are so much it's just attention spans you know like i have very like like for videos, I'm always like, start on, it sounds conceited, but it says start on my face, start with the zoom. Cause you know, as much as, you know, I went to film school, so I love a good cinematography shot, but it's like, nobody gives a fuck about a slow-mo of the sun rising, you know? So it's like, for me, it's like, start on the face. That way when people are scrolling, if they like me, they're like, oh, Trevor posted. Instead yeah. of like waiting 10 seconds and it's like a slow-mo of a chicken crossing the road. And then it reveals me. It's like, you've lost half the audience. So who do you like? Who do you watch that you like where you go, oh, they're killing it? I mean, Jimmy Tatro, obviously. Jimmy, yeah, dude, Jimmy was a big inspiration on that. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I just watch. I just. Jimmy I, and you are also kind of interesting because you guys are kind of um, quiet guys. Like, you're yeah, not, you're not, like, I've, I'm not that guy. I've never met him personally. Are you serious? We follow each other on Instagram, but we've never, like, uh, connected. He, or he plays young me in my movie. Yeah, I saw you guys were shooting that together. He plays a young you? Yeah. That's tight, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw you guys. Where, where were you guys filming that? Serbia. We yeah. in Serbia for a while. It, how'd you guys pick Serbia? Uh, we needed a... <laughs> I don't fucking... I don't know. I, I was going to say, you could have I'm like sitting Palm here talking Springs. like I had any decision in it. <laughs> I know. I think, I think we... I think it probably... It just, just sounds better than me. Like, hey, we're in Victorville, California. It'd be like, we're in <laughs> Serbia filming a movie. I don't know. I think we wanted to be somewhere where it looked like Russia. Where, oh, okay. So we could... Makes sense. But I think Russia was kind of difficult to shoot in probably yeah. more expensive dangerous so we needed a place that was russia adjacent gotcha but um but jimmy's a quiet guy and yeah. then and then jimmy i've watched his brain work and he's like he's like you in that he goes i'll just shoot it like like there's a lot of people you know there's a lot of comics that are embarrassed to like pick up the phone and be like what's up everybody you know like yeah it's there's a, there is a barrier and you just kind of get over it you, know? you have to you will exactly yeah there's there's a moment where it's like and i think everybody goes through this they're like nah comedy 
It only belongs on stage through the mouth. I don't need no fucking filters to do this and that. But the pandemic really changed that for a lot of people. I saw a lot of people really start moving tickets because over the pandemic, they're like, I'm locked in. I got an iPhone 7 with a cracked screen. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's figure it out, you know? And they did. So who else do you like? You like Jimmy? You like? I'm trying to think who I really watch. Um, there's a guy, uh, Andrew McCallahan. He does Channel 5. If you guys know him. He, he used to go on this channel, All Gas, No Breaks. But he posts, he does like interview type stuff. And, uh, but the way he edits it is, uh, it creates this narrative and his jokes on top of jokes. And you'll notice with his editing and zoom style, um, what's his name? Andrew, Andrew Callahan. It used to go by all gas, no breaks. That's what most people know him from, but now he has his own channel called uh, channel five. What's his, but, uh, is it Andrew dot me? Yes. But, um, if you go to, go to like all gas, no breaks, but he'll go to like, the ICP juggalo, like, uh, just like the festival. And he'll be in there. He'll just, he'll just leave a microphone out, but how he edits it, it's, it's great. Oh, I've seen so this guy. Why? Yeah. Independence Day! Everyone's just here edits, for the whole day. Moving, right? Just, you know, drink day beers, seltzers, whatever it is, shotgun beers. Oh, gotta love Trump. He loves money. He's good with money. Everything about money. What, what's your favorite way to spend money? Favorite way to spend money? Beers? Beers, favorite way to spend money. Happy 4th of July. Michael! I think we're about to do some body shots real quick with the Truly. Fuck the brake fluid. We sitting fucking straight gas over here. And I got some gas for you later too, Andrew, for real. Okay, so I was going to bring my mask. It's in the car. My mask is in the car. I snorted salt, did tequila, and I rubbed the limes in my eyes, and you bang your head on the fucking table. Hit me up on the fucking gram. Salt, tequila. That's fucking great. But it's, you know, it's great. He's just out there dressed like that on a beach where it's like you clearly stand out. There's going to be some people, and the people that come up to him in this probably hammered. Most people be like, yeah. you know, it's probably just some guy doing a school project. But these people are like, I need to talk to this guy. He just holds a mic out, and he's just sitting there knowing in the back of his head, like, oh, this is gold. And yeah, you just go it's back almost like edit. Borat shit. Yeah. Where you get. I love that type of stuff. You know, I love that, like, man on the field. Um, one of my favorite, gosh, fucking, what is it? Billy on the streets, Billy Eichner. Oh yeah, that stuff is so funny to me. It's raw. It's in the moment. It's quick. It's fast. Like just running up to somebody, miss for a dollar. How much? And people just like panicking. It's like yeah, know, it's it's so he really does really well in here, just capturing quick moments. And the edits are so funny. Um, he's somebody I watch. But in terms of like sketch comedy and stuff like that, yeah, because you that has to be like an obvious question that you're like. Why aren't why don't you have your own show? I pitched someone over the pandemic and where the idea ended up versus what it started and how many people have their hands on it. It just the 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 original idea was so far from what it became six months down the road. I was like, even if this got bought, like would I even enjoy filming my own passion project? Yeah. And I just kind of lost interest on it. It just takes so long. And I'm like all about like the reason things go viral is because you're it's timely. You're like, People are talking about bang today. Let's make it today. Put it out tomorrow. It's exciting. You're like, because I think of every trend like a tidal wave and you're like, I'm just trying to write. I'm just trying to get on that surfboard before it breaks. And with Hollywood, a lot of times why there's a cringy moment or something that seems outdated. It's like when they did that on camera, it was fine. But yeah. now three years later after the edit and they did the color correction on the grass because it was too bright and green. It's like the joke's done. So I'm just about like, let's do it now. Let's get it out. Yeah, it, there's, and I think that immediacy is what is. I feel that way with fucking. Do you ever when you shoot shoot like a video and it's and you get it and it's done? Don't you feel like this urgency? Like I want to post this now. Now, yeah. I have a team that I send it to because I don't really because I, I I stay away from 
I try to stay away from any comments, anything. Yeah. Because I, it just, it's there's nothing good comes out of it. Oh no, I'll read them for you if you want. Oh fuck <laughs> no, God. No, no, no. I, I but it is. It, there's something about like you're like it's done, and I need people to see it now. I want, I want, yeah. Like I want it now. I want it out now. Yeah. And it's funny there. There is a thing with Hollywood where you go. I have a couple projects where you're like, you're like, hey man, I'm losing interest in this. <laughs> dude i mean it's nuts it's just like but that's why i think south park is so successful is because they're always on the now they're, yeah. they're like this happened here's the answer it's like south park can go until the end of time because there's always something that's happening in the news that they can do but it's i don't know i i see both sides to it do i want to do traditional yeah if you offered me a role in the movie fuck yeah i would do anything i'm, I'm shocked that you don't have a i've gone ton out of roles for, i've gone out for shit i never book anything it's I, but, well, but that's I'll, I'll tell you right now, the next movie I do, you're definitely in. fucking let me know, man. It's but it's like I'm auditioning for shit where, <laughs> where I go, do I want to be, be careful what you wish for? I told Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, you know, I, we were my wife and I were fans of Jimmy's and then we got Jimmy to do the movie and Jimmy did the movie like legit. I mean, I, I think he did the movie because he was a fan. Like, I think he did. Yeah, it, it, was, cool... it wasn't just like a job. And then I said something <laughs> we were drunk in a pool one night. I was like. Do the next movie, and then I'm a lot to be around. And Jimmy was just like, "Hey man, I think I might be done doing Burt Kreischer movies." Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, really? He goes, he's the he goes, first one. He goes, he's like, because I'm I I uh, I'm really immersive. I want everyone to be around each other. I want everyone to hang out. Loving, I want everyone big family, to. Yeah. And you know, Jimmy's Jimmy's a pretty private guy, and and I can be a lot to be around. And he was like, I, maybe I was like, hey. I wanted him to play me again. He goes, I think I'm done playing Burt Kreischer. Tapped out. Dude, I'll do it. I'll yeah. be I'll be young Burt growing up. All uh, right? It's so funny. I looked more like you than I did when I was young. I would love to see a photo of what Jimmy looked like playing you as a, as a young guy. He looks like Jimmy. I mean, it looks like he, it's, 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 he, it, it's just, he's just so fucking funny that yeah. he's perfect for it. The first yeah. scene that he's in is, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm, when does that come out? I don't know. Ooh, Hollywood, dude. Yeah. 2048. I don't know. Who you know, from the moment we pitched that, me that is like, yeah. When so. did you pitch it? And that's another thing. It's like I've been working on this since 2015. I'm like, it's the weirdest industry where it's like, I'll tell you, you get rejected, and then three years later, like, you still got that uh, that idea you're sitting on. If you want a good cigar, then go to a good cigar shop. But if you want the best premium cigars and cigar accessories at the lowest prices, you have to go to Famous Smoke Shop. Famous Smoke Shop is currently in their 83rd year of business and is the largest American-owned online cigar business in the U.S. Famous Smoke offers the authentic cigar shop experience, which includes decades worth of cigar knowledge. That cigar knowledge is so valuable, especially someone like me who's been smoking cigars my whole adult life, 17 years. In before then, too, but really 17 years, it's nice to have someone who knows what they're talking about, especially someone with a huge selection of premium cigars and low prices for every cigar enthusiast. Famous Smoke Shop is offering huge deals on a wide variety of cigars. Choose from over a thousand different brands from highly rated classics to everyday smokes, including Romeo y Julieta. I'm going to have a cigar tonight. I know it. Monte Cristo, Acid, Macanudo, Arteo Fuente. Famous Smoke Shop has a cigar for every budget and every level of experience from beginners to cigar aficionados. Every purchase is backed by their 30-day Famous Fresh guarantee. So you know your cigars will be shipped fast and ready to smoke and the quality will last and it's guaranteed. That is so 
important, dude. Trust me. I've had cigars that don't have that, and I am you. It makes me angry. I've received cigars from famous smoke shop, and and they they came perfectly hydrated. I love the my father's cigars. My favorite cigar that that ever. And my father's cigar, big ring gauge, and it because especially with that cigar, it's like a pillow. I'm, I'm smoking a cigar tonight. I can promise you. Here's an exclusive offer for my listeners. Go to famous dash smoke.com and use the code BERT to save $20 off your purchase of $100 or more. Explore their wide range of fresh cigars and accessories by going to famous dash smoke.com. Get your favorite cigars or cigar gifts delivered straight to your door by going to famous dash smoke.com and enter the code BERT. Remember to use this code BERT for $20 off your purchase of $100 or more at famous-smoke.com. A lot of people didn't make New Year's resolutions this year, and you know what? I get it. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't still find ways to shake it up. Whether it's switching up your workout routine or going someplace new to work out, whatever you challenge yourself with this new year, there's no better way to do it than with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, literally no matter how much you shake, they are not falling out of your ear. Their everyday earbuds look and feel and sound better than ever. They're also having awareness mode when you need to listen to your surroundings. Like when you're in New York, I didn't realize how treacherous earbuds could be in New York. So you can take them wherever you go. They optimize with gel tips for the perfect inner fit. These earbuds are so comfortable, they will not budge. Trust me, they will not budge. I throw them in before I go to sleep with Leanne, listen to a podcast, I wake up, they're still in there. They offer eight hours of playtime with 32-hour battery life, and they're priced perfectly. You get great quality audio, for half the price of the other premium audio brands. It's no wonder that Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 48,000 five-star reviews. Right now, BurtCast listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash BurtCast. That's buyraycon.com slash BurtCast to save 15% off on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash BurtCast. What's interesting is I met the producer for my... Do you have a time you have to get out of here by any chance? Yeah, an hour. Okay. Um, I met the producer of my movie uh, probably seven years ago, eight years ago. Wow. I met him at Flappers, and he said, you're hilarious. I want to do a movie with you. And I was like, okay. And he gave me his number. He worked at Legendary at the time, I think. Yeah. And uh, and I put it on my on my pin board and i just and i always saw it and i was like one day you know maybe yeah there's so many open conversations like you're hilarious let's do a thing you're like yeah. i'd love to but you know what and then one day i went in to a meeting and it had to be uh let's see it was one year one year it had to be four years ago three years ago we probably pitched them i'm gonna say four years ago i probably went in to pitch a machine and i went in and he said uh he's like i've been wanting to do a movie with you forever what do you want to do he's like whatever you want to do I'll, we're, we're doing wow. And I was like, well, fuck. And then I pitched him three ideas. And then he was like, all right, all right, all right, hang on. You got to make a movie. What are you going to make? And I was like, well, it's got to be the machine. And he was like, exactly. And then he was like, what do you what do you think? And I just told him, I was like, I'm afraid to do that movie because I'm afraid one day the Russian mob will see it and they'll kidnap me. And he was like, sold. And I was like, what? And he so was you like, know the movie is successful. Yeah, he goes, it's sold. I'm done. We're making a movie. And then you go through all this shit of just rewrites like, and rewrites and rewrites just all this shit and yeah. then still we're waiting you know you got to take it to distributors and see what you know oh yeah does like, it have a set home uh no but i mean no no, no not yet yeah i don't know but i don't i don't really i kind of tapped out of it 
after the edit, after notes, yeah. all the business side, there's nothing I can do. You did. Do. You brought the story in yourself to it. Now it's like up to the, yeah. the Hollywood side. All I things. do now is think of other ideas. I love thinking of ideas. Yeah. It's, I want to talk to you about stand up because that's the thing I loved about stand up. And that's the thing I love about what you do mm. um, in, 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 on, the, on the social media side. But, but what I love, I love ideas. I love coming up with an idea. Yeah. I love fiddling with an idea until it finally works right um i love fucking with something like and that's like, why videos are great because they're much more forgiving because yeah. you have like 30 minutes of footage and then you just you try different clips in different places you're like okay is this funny in the best no let's put that at the end and you just watch it so many times it's like with stand-up it's just kind of like words and you're like you know if it was video clips you could move around it's so easy to see it in your head you're like we're gonna start here it's like you can see the full product start to finish, but stand-up, it's kind of just like, I have an idea, and I think this is funny, but let's just see. And then you throw out, and you get a few nibbles, and you're like, oh, you get a big pop, and then you get excited. You're like, okay, this has a big pop. Do I trim it? Do I add more? So it's like, it's fascinating on both sides. So did, so you, when you graduated college, you moved down here? Moved down here. And just start doing, start doing stand-up or stay with Vine? Uh, both, but Vine was kind of dying out. So I went strictly, I was just doing like open mics, like from 2015, 2017, I was, just, I wasn't even making videos. I was just doing stand up, right? Really? Stand-ups. Yeah. I, I lived in the Valley. I lived in a pool house on fucking Moore park, you know? Yeah. Right by, uh, God, what was it by? There was a oyster house. If you know where that is. That yeah, I do. I, used, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go to that open that oyster mic. house was really great. Oh, I never went there for food. I just went there for the open mic. But oh, uh, for real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my buddy, one of my buddies, one of my good friends is like that. Fucking food's legit. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I fucked up, There's an but, open mic there. Yeah, it was like every Monday. I would uh, love to fucking hit yeah. open mics again, oh, dude. There, there's plenty. But I met some cool guys through that who I still know to this day and whatnot. But I was just doing mics. I was just doing mics, and I was like, "There's got to be a, a, a fa like something like a better way, you know?" Because I'm doing this, but y you know, you're only as funny as like these 30 people in the room are you know and i was like this feels so outdated so i go like i got a film degree let's start making shit again then i was like i think facebook videos are gonna be big because it's shareability you know it's like it's the snowball effect <laughs> that's why reason videos blow up is you can share it you know so i was yeah. like i'm gonna start making videos and put them on facebook and then i was also putting them on youtube and just doing both at the same time and that's when that zoomies video hit after like a year and some change of like making shit constantly while doing stand-up and then i was just kind of doing both. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm doing a show that I'm posting about and like two or three people come out for me. And I was like, Oh shit. And then a little bit more and then a little bit more. And then in 2018, my friend's like, dude, you can quit your job. Just start doing one nighters. And I was like, I don't have a 45 minute set. He's like, well, figure it out. And, uh, I, I did a 45 minute set in San Diego at the comedy palace, 2018 one nighter. And it was a, the most mangled 45 minutes you can think of. But I, I think I, definitely went under the light you know got went yeah. to, got like 39 i was oh, like yeah. oh, thank you good night but um that's so that's so funny that's something we've all shared that's something every professional comedian has there there that's a great sometimes i look for a through line for all of us yeah because we all know the we all know what it's like to get on stage the first time hmm. we all know what it's like to bomb yeah we all know what it's like to to kill not everyone but most of us know what it's like to have a great dream set but one of the other things is that first time you've got to do 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. Someone dude. says, how much time do you have? And you're like, I got like 45. And they're like, yeah. oh, cool. Can you headline? And then you start going, 
fuck. Yeah, you're on your closer and you're like, oh, 22 minutes. All right, yeah. But I, I got that again. I got that feeling again. I didn't, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did this I did this drive-in tour and uh-huh. uh, by drive-in movie theaters. Yeah. And I hadn't been on stage for a while because of the pandemic. And we were doing it during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I went on stage the first time it was in North Carolina. For, we did two shows. And the first show I got on stage and I got through my material at 35 minutes. Oh, no. And I was like, I think I'm going to tell the machine twice. Yeah. Like I was, but I, I hadn't had that feeling. But in Russian this time, I, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't had that feeling it b- before. Yeah. And, I, and I hadn't done, I had all new material, so I hadn't done old stuff in a while, a yeah. long time. And surely you had bits in the back that were like, not especially because you're done, but you're on the spot. You're in the pressure, you're in the I, moment. You're like, so what'd you do? Do you? Do you... I told, I told a, a every story they wanted to hear i told the will smith story i told the yeah. machine story i told the fucking you, you name it i told i, yeah. I went through and i made sure they had a good time because a lot of 100 like i was like but all of my new material that had been an hour in a theater that's the other thing uh, is that an hour in a club is not like an hour in a theater right you'll get that experience again I when you start started, doing theaters. i just started doing theaters right yeah, now yeah and, and, and it's you'll like, see i'm doing like an hour 10 i'm like what <laughs> i got that but dude, if I did that in an outside, like I did some shows with Theo and uh, Red Bank, and they're all outside, and he's like, "Yeah, just do 25. And those, I'll be looking at my phone, and be like, "Cool, I got twenty five. Look, boom. I'm like, I'm at eighteen. All right. Look. But it's that the acoustics and that build. But I remember when I did that that first headlining show, I like, I timed it out to make sure I had the material. I went word by word in my room, start the timer. All right, here's the set list. Let's go. Did you write your? I I wrote I wrote my whole set list on a piece of paper. And put it on oh, there. Every yeah. joke I had. Every Next joke the I had. And the water bottle. Every fucking joke I had. Wow. That's yeah. such a fucking common shared. My, mine was at the Boston Comedy Club uh, for Sirius Radio. Yeah. They were recording our specials. And I got the offer. I've been doing stand-up six months. Six a, months? A, maybe a year. To do an hour? Me, Patrice O'Neill uh and and i i my manager was barry katz and i said i said what do i do and he goes papa you just tell every single joke you have yeah. and he was like write every joke write everything like write one word for every joke yeah, you have yeah. put on a piece of paper and just go through and tell every and just look at the paper it's an audio no one's gonna hear it, see you oh, right. so i just went through and i did I, of course i did it wrong and then patrice o'neill took the piece of paper and ripped it in half <laughs> he goes you're not that comic and i went what and he goes you're not a set list comic he was like, you are a feel it, speak it, say it comic. That's such a like, cool moment. And he's right like, there. don't ever, don't, I don't ever want to see you. I don't, me and him had a, we had a really good, weird, very honest friendship. But, yeah. um, but he, he, uh, he was like, I don't ever want to see you. Uh, he said that a number of times of things I did that he was like, I don't ever want to see you do that again. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a crutch. Deep down, you know what it is, but it's yeah. a crutch. Just I, like, I, I still do it. I still, like, yeah. when I do specials, see those stools? I'll write, oh, they have. I'll write, I'll write every joke, this order I want to do it in, just so that it's a crutch. I don't look yeah. at it, but, but I. It, mentally, you're like, heaven forbid, somebody starts throwing up, spins a show in a circle, I can pick up here again. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was doing, I started doing stand-up at 17, but I remember in college, I'd do it off and on, and then I, like, knew that the, the kind of the arts a little bit of it. And we saw Nick Swartzen, who I love. He's one of my favorite. Seriously, Who Farted is probably like one of my favorite specials. And we saw him at the San Jose Improv. And I like knew enough about stand-up. And I saw him with the set list on the stage. And I was like, 
that, 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 that's cheating. You can't do that. My friend's like, shut the fuck oh. up. And now I'm up there being like, yeah, Nick, thank you for the, the tips, you know? <laughs> but it's those little things. Wait, who else did you see him when you were in San Jose State? I saw him. I saw, fuck, what is it? Uh, God, Craig. Shoemaker? Yes. Yep. He was Love the Master. first guy I saw, and he murdered. Yeah, he does murder. murder. I saw Jesselnick. Um, oh, yeah. Jesselnick did great. Uh, I see there. You see Tosh? No. You seem like someone who would have liked Oh, Tosh, Tosh is great. I think yeah. Tosh is one of the most underrated stand-ups, you know, around. I think he's totally overrated. Anyway, really? No, I'm Yeah, kidding, fuck I'm him. Kidding, Shut I'm him kidding. down. Kidding. Get him on here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's I've great. Known, I've I, known Tosh for a while. He's a very, he's, I think he's, I think he's amazing. Oh, yeah, his specials are awesome. Uh, yeah. Who else did I see there? Those are really the big ones, because um, I was still in college, so I had to yeah. like, pay to do all that type of stuff. But, um, yeah, those are the, the cool ones. Uh I remember saying I saw I saw Burt in college in Long Beach, I believe. That because my family's down here, so I got me and my dad saw Burt out there. We saw Sebastian at the same theater a while back, but yeah, that was so. So so then you got you come down, you graduate college, you come down. Mm -hmm. I love that you're because I remember my brain going. So you're telling me that this job is just for an hour at night yeah and then i was like and then what am i supposed to do the rest of the day yeah and i remember hearing jerry seinfeld say he walked past a construction site and he saw the guys working all day and he thought uh i i, I should put as much effort into my job as they do their job jam yeah, yeah and yeah. i was like well, yeah but you can't write for eight hours you'll drive yourself insane and and i was like all right you got to make something you got to write a script you got to do something but then when 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 the phones and podcasting and everything started transitioning i was like oh this is what you, you pick do. your head up yeah, yeah. And, and, you're like, like, oh, fucking, shit. and it was crazy because i go you can be in control of your own destiny yeah being out of control that's early comic shit you don't you never even got to experience but like my generation of comics we were all just sitting by the fucking phone waiting for comedy yeah. central to say yes mm -hmm. and then, waiting for that late night spot wait no i never i mean those were i was never getting that we were going to get, if anything, you'd get a 30-minute, uh, oh, half, half oh, hours. Half hour was like, half hour but was what like. was the outlet? How did you get big kind of early on? It had to be from that, right? There wasn't really no. anything else you could do. So or I. movies, I guess. But. I, I, my career is very bizarre because, you know, I got written up in Rolling Stone magazine. Oliver Stone optioned the rights to my life. By the way, sidebar, I might be hanging out with Oliver Stone this weekend. Fucking. Flex. Don't don't think i'm not bringing the best weed i have oh yeah dude. So, and the matching tracksuit yeah and the matching tracksuit yeah, no i'm gonna Kevin be dressed Hart's, by the way i'm gonna be dressed uh in hardcore cultural appropriation asian garb head to toe <laughs> i think it's a great yeah. idea um so and then and then i i hosted a show i hosted a late night talk show like a year into comedy mm -hmm. i got booked hosting a show while i had these deals and so i learned how to host and so i could pay the bills by doing pilots hosting pilots for like people that had it was like 10 grand was what you could get paid it was a lot of money for me back then yeah and so i hosted things and so throughout my career i could do stand-up but then do a hosting job like i do yeah. you know verizon one time paid me like ten thousand dollars to do man on the street stuff yeah and so i could do that and, and not, as a stand-up that's easy you know hosting yeah. as a stand-up is, is great because it's like you see I, I booked a few things just because off the cuff you're just you're you're ready for whatever's thrown at you and yeah. you're like whoa you're so good at just being in the room you're like yeah because i got a guy throw pina colada at me last night at a bar yeah. like i can just kind of handle and adapt so and so i i did that and then and then from that 
you know, got into Travel Channel. But from when we were kids in comedy, waiting for Comedy Central to say yes, to being someone like now that you're you're the fucking you're you're the prototype. You're the mm-hmm. way it works. I will de- I will decide I'll do a theater tour. I will get this fan base. Yeah. I will. I'll do all this myself. I don't need a fucking soul. Yeah. I don't need you to book me in a movie. I don't need you to book me at your fucking clubs. I don't need. I'll do it all myself. That is like that's like more dudes my age should have what you have, and and you'd be shocked because 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 uh, I just was did that. I was like, I'm gonna fucking uh-huh. I'm gonna do Australia. Great. I'll come up with a promo video. Figure it out. Yeah. I'll figure out. I'll figure out a way. It's like fun, you know. You're like, I'm funny. It's Let me so test it in fun. marketing. Let me test it in networking. Let me test. I mean, it's it's in a lot of people are doing that right now too. I mean, Schultz is like the poster child for like just being like, fuck this. I don't, what am I gonna do it myself? That too. So, but it's like fun to just see people kind of like there's a pack of everybody heading towards like we want this, and then it's fun to see people kind of jump ship and be like, I'm gonna figure it out on my own. And it's fun to like watch their trajectory. Well, it's, well the, we you know we get the uh, the fucking typical guy our age, dude. What the fuck are you doing that for? What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? You know. And by the way, I'm. I think I'm doing his voice, but is that what I think funny. it is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like they they there's an old school mentality of don't put yourself out online, don't put yourself out in videos to promote dates. You put the tickets on sale, they sell, right? And then you look at, but I, hey, I don't want to roll the dice on that. Yeah. By the way, I kind of want to add a show. Like yeah. that's the way I that's the way I look at Dude, it. If I'm fucking taking a connecting flight to Dubuque, I'm adding a second show. I want to. I, I I today. I'm 49 years old, and yeah. this afternoon, this morning, I sat and learned the baby's whole dance. Yeah, because I was, I just, I like it, and I thought, I, I thought in a moment of realness, if this comes out, if I start banging out the baby's dance, then that'll be a big video. I could use that. So then I plant yeah. that seed in my head of this little thing of the, what the Jabberwockies have a great move where they're doing this, yeah, and then yeah. they go like, and, and I was like, I'll learn that. Yeah, and so, but what's fun for me is that's also our job. Yeah, that well, it's can also be it's, our it's, job. I remember early on, I was like, I want to do video stuff and YouTube, kind of what Jimmy did. You do YouTube, and then you jump to TV. I was like, I want to do that. I don't want to be in my forties doing swipe ups. But the longer I live, the more I'm like, Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. I want to be at my Let own house, not on a production set at six a.m. doing some weird green screen thing. When I just in my kitchen, it's like this is the new norm. You're Instagram, your YouTube, everything, that's your own network. It's a TV show. It's a channel. Yeah. A guy, Kev on stage, is a guy who really taught me. Have you heard of him? He's he, Kev what? on stage. Uh, I used to work with him, uh, and he, he he moves tickets. He's in with, like, Tony Baker and those guys. I know Tony Baker. He, Tony Baker, him and Tony tour. His name's uh, this, Kevin on stage? Kev on stage. Have you ever seen this guy? He's one of the smartest people I know in this town. He didn't get anything from Hollywood. He made his own streaming platform like network uh, Netflix, and he, and he has... He moves tickets. He he was a Christian guy, but now he like does does he used to do uh, churches. Now he's doing like like damn near theaters. But he's somebody who like he does. He's just always on Instagram. He's doing swipe ups. He's doing everything, and he's really just he's taking his rejections from the city and just making them his own thing. And the guy is just doing. He's shooting his own like pilots and shows, and and it, he's he's got it locked down for ro- motherfuckers on Roku. Who do you know that's on Roku? You he's know? on Roku. <laughs> he's got Roku, Android Star TV. Star but, but he started doing stand-up up I in Washington. Oh, he's a great guy. He started doing stand-up in Washington with uh, Big J, uh, Big Irish J. And I know Big Irish yeah, J. Yeah, they know Big each Irish other. Big Irish J is great. Yeah, so they know each other from Seattle. And then he just started 
uh, we worked together for Russell Simmons of all people. Me and him worked together with Russell. And then the company went under. He started doing his own thing. And now he's got uh, his own platform. I got to get him on the podcast. Uh, dude, he's great. Yeah, he, he does. He, he shoots. Uh, he's shot. He shot Dustin Nickerson special. Dustin opens for Taylor Thomason. He's, I know Dustin. Yeah. So he produces a bunch of like stand up and TV shows. And uh, during the pandemic, he did all these like live stream uh, stand up like specials and whatnot. It sucks that it sucks that out of all the great comics I knew. It, like th that they weren't born now. Meaning like they right. like because there's so many fucking genius comics that you just that just they they had a single mindset mm -hmm. and, there, and th there's nothing wrong with that. There's a, and but the but now when you see guys that you can be entrepreneurial. Yeah. And 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 I would I mean, I would there was a time where I was like, you could not pay me to do television because I, you're there's so much money, money in podcasting yeah. and stand up. Especially when you start doing the theaters, have you have you started your theater I tour? I just started the theater tour, and I just uh, two weekends into the theaters. Where's right it? pull up your tour, his tour dates real quick? Yeah, please do if you want. Uh, yeah. you just go to TrevorWallsComedy.com because TrevorWalls.com is too expensive. We got Trevor Walls Comedy for thirteen dollars a year. Um, <laughs> I got Bert, Bert, Bert. Yeah, because Bert was a dog. Yeah, so right there we got all that. We just added uh, Austin and Dallas and whatnot. But so wait, we, did you just do Tampa? We just did Chicago, Milwaukee. And Did so you do New Orleans, Tampa, Orlando? Yes, we've done. Where those were you? Three. In, where were you? Joy Theater. Joy Theater in New yeah. Orleans. Tampa yeah. Theater. Tampa Theater. Tampa yep. Theater was one of my favorite shows. Hard Rock. Wild. Hard Rock in Orlando. Uh, plate something live. It used to be a movie theater. Oh yeah, it was fun. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, Milwaukee, we did Turner Hall. Chicago, we did the Vic, which was gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And then DC, we're doing uh, Lincoln. And then uh, Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm excited for that. Was supposed to be gorgeous. Royal Oak, Michigan's a fun place. Columbus, Ohio. Uh, St. Louis. I think you're gonna play the same place I played in Columbus. There's a great uh, river walk right by it. Yeah, what's it and called you, again? And uh, I forget the name of it. It's the Palace or something, maybe. Yeah, the, I believe and, so. Yeah. And uh, there's a great river walk by it. And it's really like if you go right before your show, get yeah. a cup of coffee, and go down at sunset and walk the river walk to sunsets. It's fucking gorgeous. Oh, I'm all about Ohio's like one of the greatest places on. Oh the yeah, planet. my dad's from Ohio. Yeah. St. Louis, Kansas City, Minneapolis, Sacramento, Portland. You're gonna be adding shows in Portland. Oh yeah, You'll Portland. Be adding and shows in Seattle. New York, Boston, Durham, Atlanta, Buffalo, Toronto. This is a legit fucking theater tour. Yeah, I got some good people working with me. So who uh, do you work with? I'm with WME. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know them. Uh, who are you with? Burke. Oh, uh, I don't. Oh, Berkowitz. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah it's Burr and Pete's guy. Yeah, but, um, Pete who? Davidson. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, yeah. So funny. My my Pete's my assistant's name's Pete. Immediately, I think yeah, of your uh, I think of too. I think of Pete. Uh, uh, you just made it weird. You make you made just made it Pete um, Holmes. Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes yeah. is my Pete in comedy. Right. Sorry about I that. Yeah, of, I've never yeah. met Pete Davidson, but I thought we were. Like, hey, we're flexing. Let me throw out Pete Davidson. Fuck yeah, but yeah. he's like my head guy. But I Pete he, the awesome. people that work under um, my main agent are like uh, my day to day people. But they're great, man. They're uh, they're awesome. They've input and they've Tom, all these Tommy's guys. over there. It, Tom Segura is over. Oh WMA. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean they have an insane roster. It's, I, yeah, they're they're a great. So that's a legit fucking theater. Yeah, you, it's a legit you, one. You right. doing a bus at all? Uh, sprinter vans. A lot of sprinter. It's yeah. a lot of like flying to a city and then sprinter to and the then next. Sprinter one. to the next. Sprinter to the yeah. next. Nice. The bus one. I think the next one would be cool. I see what you guys are doing. Uh, Steve's the man. Also, I know Dave from his room. He used to do an El Segundo at flights. Yeah. 
from years back. I used to do that. He was that talking on... about you on the. He was talking about you on the bus the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, I've known Dave for a while. Yeah, they. They're. It's. Uh, it's. It's. Oh, it's a different game. It's so much fun. Dude, do you it, party? It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Not, not, not like not a... crazy. It's like if I'm doing three nights, I'll drink on the last night just because I don't want to be hungover. So not really party in a sense of what. The you... answer is no. Yeah, I was talking. To just Steve. for the record, you don't party. No, 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 no. In, in your guys' world, I'm a pussy, is what they call it. Let's be real. Let's not beat around the bush. I'm a bitch. All right. The only bush I'm beating around is the bush light because I ain't drinking it. All right. No, I talked to Steve. He said that in New Orleans, you guys were so drunk, you barely even made it on stage. And I'm like, that's aggressive for me. Me doing stand up hungover, that's uh, my worst nightmare. For real? Yeah, because I'm sweating. For me, I like to be like agile, just a bunch of caffeine, just on edge, like ready for whatever. Yeah. So if I'm hungover, I'm just sweating before I'm going up. I'm stumbling on words, you know? Oh, no. I See, just never got into this. So what I'm, I might do, I might take over a night and call it five shot comedy. Yeah. Where you have to be five shots into the night to do stand up. Well, I'm sure someone's already done that. But like, but there's a thing about creating drunk. And and I don't ever drink on stage. I mean, I drink on stage. I'll take a drink on stage. Right. And I'll have it on my late show when I start the machine. That's when I'll have my first drink of the night. There you go. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I'm, I'm very, well, I'm, I, look, I, I'm clearly, I'm a professional comedian. I, all I give a fuck about is comedy. Yeah. All I care about is comedy. Right. I never going to sacrifice the thing I love for alcohol. That will never happen. Ever. I look at guys who have leveraged comedy this great fucking thing we get to do and leverage it for alcoholism and i'm just like that's not like it was it's it's, it's a treat that we get to drink on stage but you can't yeah, yeah, yeah. you got the thing on stage is the thing not right. the don't let the alcohol be the yeah, thing you can only drink on stage if it makes her act better or something not so, to... so the, but he, there's 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 a fucking outlier always mm-hmm. and that is every now and then i will go up drunk there we go and and especially when i'm bored with my act when i'm when i'm like bored with my act because what will happen is you'll fuck it up you'll inevitably fuck up your act and you'll be forced to think in the moment and create in the moment to refix it okay so in calgary i had this great joke i had this joke about a joke about isla a story about isla waking me up asking about time travel and then i had this story about isla leaving her deodorant in the refrigerator and i started the deodorant in the refrigerator and then i forgot to finish it i forgot to finish the joke I just, it was like, uh, the joke was, uh, my daughter's going what the fuck? And then I see her one day, she puts it under her nose, puts it, she rubs her finger across the deodorant, rubs it under her nose, puts it back and then shuts the door. And I was like, what the fuck is that? She's like, mind your own business. And it got a bigger laugh than normal. So I'm drunk. I'm not paying attention. So I go on to the next bit. And in doing the next bit about my daughter, I realized I never finished that first bit. Yeah. And then like, and, yeah. And so the it's next bit was, the next bit was, uh, you can't smoke weed around this kid. You know, if, I ate an edible, I observed myself, I'm laying in bed, freaking out. She came in the room, it's a true story, came in the room, walked up next to me, and she goes, do you believe in time travel? And I'm like, and as I said that, I go, oh, fuck, I never finished the last bit. And then I went, and then I said, I do believe in time travel, why? And she goes, that's all I need to know, good night, and leaves. And then I go, I can tell the end of that bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can put it here, and I would have never figured out if I wasn't drunk. The looseness of being drunk or high on stage, it, it allows you to, allows you to fuck up and rework it okay and so and so i i whereas i do like that when i go and do a theater tour i like new orleans was a different a different we'd all gotten booster shots we were all double vaxxed and we had been so strict on tour with not going out and not 
being around people and not living our lives that when we got to new orleans i was like i was like things are opening up again i was like let's fucking treat ourselves yeah we go let's go have a great fucking lunch and then let's go fucking day drink let's yeah. day drink spend some money and have a fucking blast yeah and we got i mean by the way steve did barely made it on stage oh like, yeah i mean he was he got his act out okay though uh-huh. <laughs> i mean he, he he went he got through it I mean, he was uh, he was laying down on the ground next to the stage between his sets. Hilarious. And so, and but I, I've always been able to, I've always been able to turn it over. Yeah. I, I, if I take a nap and wake up, I have coffee. It's not my favorite way to do comedy. It is after drinking during the day. But if I get a nap and have coffee, I can do it fine. Yeah, the second in. show is better than the first show, but regardless. Um, and but it was worth it because they ended up being great shows, and we had a fucking blast in New Orleans. Yeah. And it's like that if you're not living your life out on the road doing stuff do you do do you do do anything i like to do stuff when i'm out there like yeah. what it's just if there's like a big thing everyone's like all right you're in this town you gotta have these birria tacos okay, from x place or whatever this. the hell then it let's is let's do this okay so what's your next tour date the next place is dc all right. dc hmm, i don't know much about dc okay first of all do do you run, jog at all oh they have this no that's philly the rocky stairs yeah, well, yeah 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 right. uh, dc so really. dc is one of the most beautiful cities in the world yeah it is it, be, you got it i mean have you been to DC before? I have before, yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, what we do is we do jogs around the monuments. Like we run. Oh, that's smart. We do, we'll do a big group jog. We did that. We were in DC for my birthday this past year. But um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I've been to DC so fucking much. It's insane. Mm -hmm. um, DC, Pittsburgh, Great Columbus. Comment, yeah. You got to go to Permani Brothers in Pittsburgh. I've had that great sandwich before. Oh, I, I love like uh, just a quick one-two combo. It's like, oh, they got a really good coffee shop that's unique to here. Cool. Oh, Permani. That's a bit. That's a good sandwich out there. We'll do that. If I get like a authentic food that's not like super mainstream like you yeah. gotta get the brisket you know i like that like fun shit then I'll, I'll usually check off a city but i'm trying to think of places like this where i can go do something a little extra you know yeah it's it's you want and you, you reach i always reach out to people on line yeah by the way all i do now is play disc golf that's all i fucking yeah? do is that your jam that's all i do as i'm obsessed is because it was a you know we did one tour where we did everything like we went spearfishing we went mm -hmm. surfing we went we did like crazy stuff and it was great and then i loved disc golf and so i played it in college you know stopped playing when i was an adult and i started going and touring and stuff but we started playing again and i it gets me outside puts Probably me in a bad, great yeah. mood you can take a cold beer with you if yeah. you want you're not thinking about stress or not it, you're it just was, fucking, you tap out and yeah. your brain fucking and, and you just are outside and they're gorgeous you go to beautiful locations yeah yeah so, i would love something like that where i can do on the road because it is hard to separate like life and work you what know, about I'm always what about pussy is like i have a girlfriend okay there you go yeah, who idiot. tours with you uh michael blaustein he's got to do a podcast with or i have uh two stiff socks guys. yes stiff socks yeah so we do the podcast together and then he comes on the road with me uh, when he he's doing like you no know, one nighters and stuff, when he's not doing those, he'll come with me. Then I got just a few other guys that all. That's great. With. Yeah. So, but it's you like gotta get into partying, man. Ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. No, I I definitely there's some shows like after I did Chicago, they're like, do you want anything? I was like, yeah, let me get some Casamigos in in the green room. There we go. I'm a tequila guy if I'm drinking, but um, you know, I just. The, the hard part is I get drunk and then that's when frat guy college Trevor comes about and then the ego kicks in. So I think sober, I'm a very grounded, normal dude, but I drank a little bit and I'll be like, what do you mean we can't get in this fucking club? I'm verified on fucking Venmo, dude. Fucking let me in. 
So I I know underneath all these layers, there's a drunk frat guy who wants to come out. Certain cities, the Los Angeles, the last one, I want to run out of club and just be a shot or two away from puking on somebody's Pomeranian. But I want to be drunk. Where are you at? Where are you at? Are you at? The Novo. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know why I picked that. It's downtown. Nobody likes downtown. (laughs) Wait, uh, that's such an interesting thing because that, I I am very, I'm, I'm actually really good with uh with dealing with people yeah but there are times where i flip a switch yeah growing up in florida i was a big chewing tobacco guy and i always bought from the same companies i look at it now and i go there's so many alternatives for delivery systems i mean ever so many alternatives when you look at meat gluten all these different alternatives what about high quality tobacco alternatives if you're 21 and over and you dip or chew tobacco pouches or long cut you have to try this alternative black buffalo uh, Black Buffalo is everything you love about dipping, including pharmaceutical-grade nicotine, which is a thing you love about dipping, <laughs> but without the actual tobacco or leaf or stem. It is made, it is dipped literally made from edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients with the same flavor, textures, and aroma, pack, nicotine, as all the traditional to- tobacco products. No compromise required. They produce a variety of flavors like wintergreen, mint, straight, peach, even blood orange. They sell their products at blackbuffalo.com. It's available in both long cut and pouches. I like long cut. I'm always a long cut guy. I've never been a pouch guy personally. If you're looking to dish nicotine and tobacco, tap into their nicotine-free option called Zero. I tried that the other day, and mother of God, it is all the sensory things you love about putting in a dip, but then I knew I don't have to worry about getting back on the wagon because, man, I'll tell you what, one, one fucking lipper, and I'm done. I fucking love it. Born in the Midwest, raised in the South, Black Buffalo proudly manufactures their products here in the U.S. Black Buffalo founders looked high and low for tobacco alternatives across the U.S., even overseas, but nothing delivered the same satisfaction or high quality they were looking for. And I understand that because I looked for those alternatives and it always tasted Swedish. I was like, this isn't what I, I want that Americana, that Southern Americana. Don't take my word for their quality. They they were 2021's best new product winner at CSP Awards and the C-Store Decision Hot New Products Awards for 2021 we love it i like the zero one per, per personally it's nice throwing a fucking leopard and just feel like i'm ready for a conversation it's 2022 are you still dipping traditional tobacco or those white portion things if so and you're 21 it's time to get with black buffalo it's everything you love about dipping just without the actual tobacco leaf or stem head to blackbuffalo.com and use the promo code burtcast at checkout for 25 percent off your first order that's the best offer you'll find but you have to use my promo code birdcast for 25% off your first order the last time one last time the promo code is birdcast for 25% off your order uh warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical i love my bird dogs bird dog now has joggers I, first of all i love my shorts my shorts are amazing i love a pair of shorts where i don't have to look for underwear to wear them with because these are activity shorts you're gonna wear them all summer the shorts you're gonna wear all summer you're gonna throw them on in the morning do a workout Get in the pool, grill out, hang out by the fire late that night. Maybe go out to dinner, throw on a collared shirt. They're that nice. The shorts are that nice. Now they have joggers, bro. Shut the fuck up. These joggers are awesome. They're sleek looking. They're nice looking. They look like you can wear them on a plane. And 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 they have the built-in comfortable inseam that uh, that the shorts have. So I wore my. I got them first day. I got them. I, I wear a double XL. By the way, I'm a size 38 waist. I'm just giving you a. a, a perspective on what you should buy but i wore them golfing i wore them golfing with george and isla and my dad 
And my dad goes, buddy, those are nice looking short. Those are nice looking pants. I said, bird dogs. He's like, for real? I said, yeah, the ones I wear when we go down to the lake house and I can't take off my American flag ones or my seersucker ones. He was like, no way, dude. So nice to have them. I keep them in my man cave after a workout, throw them on, jump in the pool during a workout. I love my bird dogs. Go to birddogs.com and enter the promo code BIRD and they will throw in a free bird dogs whistle football. That is birddogs.com and enter the promo code BIRD and boom, a free bird dogs football with your pair of bird dogs. Trust me, I promise you, you will not take these things off. So I, I walk in, I wish I had my wallet with me because I could really prove it. Um, we were in San Francisco and yeah. uh, we were there for two nights mm -hmm. and uh, and... I get, yeah, we were there two nights, and so we wanted to go out drinking, and so we wanted to find a, a small bar, like a, a cool bar, and someone said, hey, there's this great little whiskey bar. They do, like, high-end whiskeys, and we're like, Love oh, cool, that, we'll go. Man. So we go, <laughs> we get a table, and we go to the place, and they're like, you don't have a table. And we're like, okay, we called, my assistant called ahead, like, yeah. okay, that's fine, but I never am the guy that, I'm right. never the guy that ever, because I know for a fact that it, I will be the guy that gets called out. So I go, it's totally fine. We'll find another bar. Mm -hmm. And then then someone realized who I was. And like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. We have a bar right around the corner. We can go in and get you a drink there. It's not that crowded. And we're like, okay, great. So we walk around the corner and I go to show my ID to the bouncer. He's like, I need IDs, vaccination cards now. And we're like, oh, this guy's having a problem. So I pull out my ID and I have three IDs. One's expired, one's an, an identification card, and one's my driver's license. Yeah. I pull out the expired one. And he goes... No, nah, man, expired, back of the line. And I was like, I'm not, I was like, I was trying to say, I'm not going to the back of the line of my friends. They're going to wait for, me. I'm not going to go to the back of the line and start all over. And yeah. then th this isn't a line that, that you acquired on your own. I brought these 10, 15 people with me. Right. Like, I'm not like, this isn't a, you don't get to be the cool bouncer. I, I leave, I we all leave. Yeah, I didn't say that. So I said, I said, no, 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 I have it. And I, I'm drunk. I pull out my gun card. My there you go. And then he goes. Which is a pretty good idea. Which, which by the way, and I'm, but, I'm, but I'm pulling it out like this to him. And he's like, no, man, back of the line. Back of the fucking line. And I go, all right. I was like, come on, we're leaving. And he goes, no, they're staying. You're leaving. And I go, okay. And I looked at everyone. And he goes, ready? And then everyone's like, all right. And then one of my, someone on my team was like, hey, he has an ID and he has a vaccination card. He just. He just couldn't get it. He goes, no, nah, he's not coming in. And then they're like, okay. So we all start leaving. And, and he goes, where's everyone going? <laughs> and then, and then. I, the where's everyone going his, is great. His manager, the guy who owned manager, who runs the other bar, came out, saw us leaving. was like, where the fuck are you going? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. The guy's got a problem with me, and I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 no. And so he walks over, he talks to the guy. He goes, come on, you're good. And I went, I don't want to do this. I don't want to come back I go, in. I fucked up. I yeah. fucked up twice. But he's, and, I, and the guy goes, the guy goes, hey, Andrew, do you remember the, the dude outside that bar in San Francisco? He kept saying, I don't have a problem with this man. He's making this emotional. And I was like, do you remember he was yelling? And I was like, I was like, hey man, you're yelling at me. He goes, I'm not yelling. I'm not yelling. And it was so bad. Yeah. Do you remember that whiskey bar we went in San Francisco where I, I couldn't pull my ID out right? And I was like, I showed my gun card and then, oh, yeah. yeah. And then, and then dox him. By the way, <laughs> and this, this poor guy, I felt so bad. I felt horrible.
but he wouldn't let me apologize because because i fucked up and i was like but he thought it was it was a miscommunication and uh, I, yeah i'm both and when it, when we went in the next time i showed him my my right id and my vaccination card and i said i'm really sorry he goes next and i was like i'm oh, still at hard feelings oh he had you're very, like do you want me to do the machine for you and he's like all right you can do the machine yeah. for me right now <laughs> Please, please tell the machine story. <laughs> Just twenty minutes at the door, everyone in the line is like, "Let us in." It was a, that was a pointless story for me to tell, but regardless, nah, I, yeah, I, I've I, that frat boy brain has come out of me. But I'm so quick to defend it because I don't want to get caught on tape oh, as a course, Karen, man. you know. Of course, man, and and those moments happen. And luckily, it's you know I go to therapy and and I try to meditate now because I I do think that like it's just in my DNA. My fucking my dad used to lash out and just snap out of shit. My sister does that. And it's like. You can't be doing that. You know, sometimes you just have that moment where you're like, all right, this is not going to look. You're having a weird day. Take a sec. Come back in. But when I drink, I lose all sense of that. Really? I was that guy that I, I got punched in the face in college by a bouncer for acting up in San Jose. Uh, this place called uh, Trace Gringos. And uh, I don't think I could have sounded any wider saying that, but it's across the street from the San Jose Improv. This, I've been to Trace Gringos. Oh, yeah. Right next to, I've been to Trace but Gringos. But, it, dude, it's the San Jose Improv and then a bar across, and there's a train track. There's, yeah. Right. But there's no railing, just a train track. <laughs> and I'm drunk there, and the, the bouncer goes, Can I talk to you outside real quick? Now I'm going to fucking talk to me in here, right? Thinking I'm smart with it. <laughs> so talk to me in here. You, by the way, you do the drunk frat boy. No, so talk good, to yeah. me in here. Dude, because, like, here's the thing it's $2 Tuesday night, and I got $20 in my wallet. I'm balling. I can buy 10 drinks, and that's, you know, big yeah. for me. And I'm like, no, talk to me here, talk to me here. And he goes, no, no, I just want to have a word with you outside. And look, I'm a year into comedy. I'm like, has this guy seen my shit? I'll talk to him outside. But he opens the back door and then he like leads me outside. And then he he goes to like slam the door on me, like kick me out, just like smart. And then I grab the door when he slams it and I open it and the and the bouncer like flinches at me, right? And then I was like, what? And then he just clogged me right in my right eye. I had a, a cut on uh, right over my eyebrow. And I was shocked because I didn't know that bouncers could do that, which is the widest sentence. But I, and I remember I was, and I, and I hope this isn't out there, but I remember being so drunk. I'm, I'm walking back to the frat house by myself after I just got hit a little bit. And I call the bar and I leave him a voicemail. Like, eh, you, f your bouncer hit me. You can't do this. I hope that's still out there. Oh no, I, I, I don't even know if I called the right bar, but I mean, it was, and, and now looking back, I'm like, yeah, I earned every bit of that. I wish he hit me a little harder because if you've ever been hit when you're drunk, it's like your brain registers it, but you don't feel it. Your brain just goes, Hey, you just got hit. Yeah. And then you're kind of just like standing there spacey and then you just close the door. And I, it was boy. I had a, I had a, I had a, a solid two month period where I was problematic at bars. Yeah. I was, and it was right after I got back from Russia. Um, and I was, and I, like, I was probably in pretty good shape for me. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, like lifting weights. And I remember feeling like, I remember at times feeling very candidly that I have too much testosterone in my body than I think is healthy. I wasn't mm -hmm. doing steroids or anything, but like thinking at times, like, I feel like I have a lot of testosterone right now. Yeah. And, and I just started, I really started drinking in Russia. And when I came back, I was really drinking. And I did a, a few regrettable things um, that, at bars, but that fighting was one of them. And, and that was the first time that like uh, somebody called my bluff. Cause I think there was other times where like a dude would bump into me at a bar when I was like 21. And I'd be like, what's up? You're fucking, you know, 
But that was the first time that my stupidity actually got me hurt. And uh, yeah, I didn't slow down after that, but, <laughs> but it was wild. And, you know, I mean, dude, they could have gone on the tapes. There was nothing I could have done. I love, I love how you so quick. Talk to me inside. Talk, no, no, no. <laughs> Thinking I had the, like the fucking, the life hack. No, talk to me inside, you know? And I just, I don't know what it is, but you drink and then you're just like, I need to yell at some people or something like that. Just stupid. I was a college student. I was, I, well, there's a, there's a sense of security, even being in San Jose, but like when I was in Tallahassee of, we are insulated. Nothing bad really happens to us here. What's the worst that could happen as opposed to like, you get hit, you fall back, you crack your head and you die, right? Whereas like when I moved Pretty to New bad. York, I yeah, when I moved to New York, I was hyper aware of these, I'm, I'm, I'm done like, with my- real city. I'm, I'm done with my shit talking. Yeah, you're like, I can get clocked sober. Yeah. Just yeah. walking down the street. Just, <laughs> yeah. So there is something about that. And I think I was also out with a bunch of my like frat bro friends. So like I felt safe and I felt like, it was college night at the bar. Who gives a fuck, right? And for whatever reason, I mean, it was just, you know, there was, there was nights like that. And and I look back on it now and like laugh and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I got it all out. All drunk Trevor just being like, woo, waking up, peed my bed a few times in college. And you're like, yeah, I did it. I did the damn thing. Not that I'm opposed to still having a good time and getting absolutely shit faced. I might do it tomorrow. The weather's 85 in February. Yeah. <laughs> I live in, I live by the beach. Should we go get hammered tomorrow before the Super Bowl? Why not? But I like to just earn those those drunks, you know, or else I get anxiety when I'm hungover because everybody wants to be successful when you're hungover. Everybody's booking fucking commercials and Netflix shows and you're just laying in bed. You're just post-mating nacho cheese. It's like a slippery slope. So <laughs> for me, I'm like, I, I always want to be just like trying to work on what's next. Here's the thing is you're gonna, you're going to be successful. That's not... Like that, I remember hearing someone say that to me, and I was like, "How the fuck would they know?" Yeah. It's because they don't say it to everybody. Like you're, you're going to be very successful. Thanks, man. I hope. Yeah. I, no, no, I, I, you don't have to worry about it. The thing you have to worry about is, is, and I think you're on top of it, is not being that guy when you're young and on the come up, being that guy that's the cognizant. Cool guy? No, like the yeah, like the guy who goes, "I'm not gonna get fucking wasted," you know, on my first because I don't want to turn into that guy right. and just being this humble guy that lets it happen yeah because you're so fucking talented i mean you're Thanks, so man. fucking talented and i mean let me tell you I, I i i think i'm pretty accurate in saying what are you 25 i'm 29 29 yeah. there's not a lot of 29 year olds doing theater tours yeah it's kind of nuts man I, I i think there's some you know like imposter syndrome but i also feel like i'm like man i've been doing we've all comedy. got imposter syndrome yeah and that know, never so, goes away and that never goes hear. away i i to this day when people this is why i don't read comments on on uh instagram or, yeah. or twitter is that when people go you're nothing but an alcoholic who only has one good story or you're nothing but a drunk that tells the same act every time you go on stage yeah i, I you believe it and and i know i obviously yeah, clearly i have i fucking i'm working on my fifth special like clearly i don't do that but you you're always going to go when am i going to get found out for being a phony because i'm not very talented i'm not very funny I'm not very insightful. I know the guys that are like, you know, I mean, you, I look right. at, I look at the guys that are killing it and I go, and I go, God, I mean, fucking Sebastian, man, that guy's talented. Like, I wish I had what he had or, right. or, or Tommy or Joe or Bill, or these are the guys that are really fucking mm -hmm. talented. Joey Diaz. Like I wish I had what they had. And then you got, and, and then you, and, and then you go like at one point I'm going to get found out as not being funny. Like someone's going to be like, you know what so what is like and you just wait for that to happen and, and the truth is it's not real it's, it's in your head 
I don't know where all these, it, it's just like this, like snowball effect of like, then this, then that, and then this, and that. And it's like, none of this By the way, is. I just said that. And everyone listening is, is probably going, actually, they are a lot funnier than you, Bert. <laughs> you're pretty, <laughs> you're pretty fucking accurate, buddy. Like you just named a list of guys that are actually a lot funnier but, than you. But, are you... <laughs> but <laughs> okay, you, uh, Burr, yeah. Uh, yeah, Burr for sure. Yeah, Burr, uh, Burr Sebastian. But, I just listed an actual list of names of guys that are legit funnier than me. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> oh, I don't think it's imposter syndrome. I think it's called clarity. <laughs> <laughs> but you start there and you work your way down. Yeah, I don't know who I'm funnier than. But but it's a but it, I but whatever what, Fuck it. I'm I'm, a, I'm pretty good okay go to a local open mic somewhere in Des Moines and you'll be like you know what maybe I'm on to something I'm doing the damn thing but I think it's like you're not you're not starting every set or going on Instagram and be like I'm the number one comedian oh, in the definitely world definitely not you're going I'm Burt Kreischer and whatever that means to me and the people that support me I, I I might be your number one but I'm not the number one I don't think I'm the funniest guy in the world I think there's thousands and thousands of people funnier than me but there are people who enjoy what i do and to them i might be the number one that's all that really matters yeah but if you're kevin hart and you're like i'm selling out literally kuwait the whole place then you can be like i think i'm number one but i bet kevin hart still probably thinks he's got to think chris rock dave Chappelle. everybody always like says you're that. gonna compare yourself like i listed a list of white guys mm -hmm. i bet i bet you but you're right man it's like I, if you like what i do then i can do that and yeah. i can do that better next time yeah with a little more insight because i'm doing it again but you're just doing what you know best and it's i think that's really it you know yeah but that's what i don't know i'm just trying to just get better just keep putting out video stuff and keep doing stand up and see where it leads to so what's really your know. what's your next thing what's what, what's what's next for you what do you want say what you want and put it out there yeah you know i would love I, to I, 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 let me tell you this in a small because i've never let anyone finish a fucking sentence <laughs> um it's funny because I, I listen to you and tom sometimes and that's like all the comments yeah you the, the producer on that is one of the best laughs in the game yeah i agree i need that guy dog. i need that guy everywhere uh today yesterday i was on some podcast i was talking about my first deal and i couldn't remember the woman's name and then another executive hit me up and was like it's lisa Berger," yeah. and just texted me random and i went who oh, fuck you listen to my podcast yeah so it's crazy there are people that are that there are people that can make things happen that listen to this podcast can take your what you want what and do take I it to the next. Do? So say, put it in the universe. My wife's a believer in that. Put it in the fucking universe. I believe in that too. I'm what big on that and big on karma. Uh, I, I would love to shoot a special and not have to put it somewhere I'm not happy. Not be not have to feel like I'm sacrificing and be like, ah, oh, it didn't get picked up anywhere. I guess we can just put it out here. I just it. I would. Uh, I just want to put out a special that I can just be proud of and just, you know, whether it gets great reviews, whatever reviews, just be like, this is what was funny to me and at the time, and I love doing it. And then I'd also just, I, you know, I think the cliches answer is like, I want to make a movie, but I don't want to make a movie. I just want yeah. to keep creating shit with my friends and just see what kind of shit we can get from that. And then, you know, maybe the next tour, get a bus and do something real cool with it and just kind of find a way to, get innovative and, and and see what ways stand up and videos can combine the two and just see what we can really do with it. You know, I, I love what I do right now. And that's kind of the hard part of like, what is your dreams? Cause I'm kind of living it right now, which is kind of weird to say, but like, I, you know, I would love to put out a special that I enjoy, but also I'd love to just kind of keep making videos on a higher level. Um, and then I would love some cool cameos and some cool shows or you know whatever films and stuff because i see people like that who do like a quick one-off 
Dalia and Workaholics was like, he was in it for like one episode, but just like knocked it out of the park. So I'd love to do some shit like that. Fucking dingers on that show. So, you know, it's just like, I'd love to just drop in on some shows, do some, here's me, do my thing, get out and just kind of just be everywhere. Just do everything. That'd be cool. Hey, uh, you're a fucking guy that could be a home run cameo. You know who you remind me of the whole time I've been following you? The whole time you remind me of um, Sebastian Maniscalco. Just so much. Uh, no, uh, Ben Schwartz. Is that the right name? Ben Schwartz. We have Ben Schwartz on the podcast, right? Was he? he uh, Do you know who Ben Schwartz is? Is he on uh, Silicon Valley? He no, he, no. That you're yes. His partner in improv was on Silicon. Yeah. Yes. Ben Schwartz is so talented he's like him and you and him are very similar you're very talented dudes who when he slides into something he fucking destroys it gotcha have you ever seen his i mean i would take a look at some of his stuff tonight when you get a chance yeah and just his cameos his cameos are fucking it's by the way it's a great plan it's a great goal to set for like your 2022 is i want to get into some cameos i want to do some cameos in some movies because you're a fucking you're so amazingly talented so thanks man yeah i just want somebody to watch a video that i do and be like that's the exact character we want in this or your spin on it in this short film this movie yeah. this show um because some of the stuff i auditioned for i'm like this isn't funny to me because i didn't come up with this character i don't know what this character wants i can try yeah. but i want somebody to be like yo you're fucking entrepreneur character we need that and this you know yeah and that's when it gets fun but i just want to i remember my first goal when i moved to los angeles is like all i want to do is make uh videos in the day and do spots at night and the tour on the weekend and i'm literally living right that right now so i'm like you know where where do i go from there what do, how do i challenge myself next and i think it's just to get better at what i'm doing i think you can always be funnier you can always work more but i, I think it's really just that i'm just like really i sometimes pick my head up and i'm like damn i'm really doing what i wanted to do which is kind of crazy dude you're killing it and thank, thank you, you for doing my podcast of course man this yeah it's been a blast yeah, hell um, yeah i gotta man. do your podcast now please do i'm yeah, like, yeah we're gonna go do an episode right now <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i think you're i i'm i can't wait to see what happens with you it's thanks gonna man fucking blow up at such a big level thank you man awesome i appreciate man. it well thanks for doing it of course dude. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.